Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and tonight we have three comics to talk about, and we have some fairly large news items as well. And But it's been a couple of weeks, and I really missed her. I'm going to say hi to Tej. Hello, Holly. Hi, everybody. Yes, I missed you too. It was kind of weird because I was like, <laughs> okay. I'm not talking to Holly. I I had no Wi-Fi this week because I was away at school. Um, Well, I had Wi-Fi, but the the world's crappiest Wi-Fi. So, yeah. (laughs) Run by small animals in wheels. Yes, I... Oh, no. Even a hamster on wheels would have been better than the Wi-Fi. It was like a snail running it. That's how slow it was. Mm, It was... So slow. Um, but yeah, I, I I stayed away from Twitter for one whole week and I didn't lose my mind. So <laughs> I deserve an award. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. Yes, I did. Um, I just want to mention that a couple of weeks ago we talked about sexual harassment and blackmail within mm. the DC Comics super group. Or alleged blackmail, whatever. Mm. Not alleged harassment. Um, no. But apparently this subject is breaking wide open to, I mean, it's not just involving that, but it's, people are, we actually have investigative reporters uh, in comics, okay? But mm. the problem with this kind of story is that you have victims, but they're not going to say who they, they, they will only, like, they don't want their names mentioned, okay? Mm. Uh, because they're victims, hello! Um, and so there was um, a guy, there was a guy who was harassed by, what is the guy's name? He's an editor at Dark Horse, his name's Scott Alley. And mm-hmm. apparently he has a drinking problem, which apparently oh. years ago he kind of got off, you know, he he got back on the wagon. and But but he's notorious for doing really inappropriate things when he's loaded. And mm-hmm. this guy was a freelancer and went up to him at San Diego Comic-Con, this past one, and... The guy groped his crotch and oh, bit him. Okay. Ew, what? Bit his ear. Ew. Yeah. What oh, even? No. Okay. What? You know what? Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just so, disgusting, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a guy, but, uh, you know, he's going to have to live this down. You know, I am the guy that got groped and bit at, you know. Uh, but mm. my San Diego Comic Con experience. Well, I mean, it wasn't the first time he's at San Diego. It's not the first time he's talked to this guy. But mm-hmm. and I wondered. So then, Dark Horse has come out and saying that this guy is going to have go to treat rehab treatment for his alcoholism. Okay. Mm-hmm. But and I wondered about that because you know they won't. I don't know. Although DC had um, 
demoted Berganza. But the sexual harassment, you know, thing is they can't have women working in the supergroup as long as Berganza mm-hmm. is the, the the editor over the group, you know. So, you know, and they've taken Clark's female influence away from him. So, you know, and the way they treat Lois in the main books is like, really? I mean, this whole truth arc, you know, she she betrayed him. So it's not just Lois. It's, it's every woman except Lana, you know, Lana the Saint Lane. Um, well, even she of comes world. off as a B-I-T-C-H because it's always about, you let my parents die, Clark. She's every single issue. I mean, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the 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 Wonder Woman that also gets that whole, you know, you've betrayed me, Diana thing, and I was like, what? You know, yeah, okay, she didn't listen to you. Yeah, all women but, are betrayers. Whatever. But betrayed is a bit of. I mean, she's never right. listened to him, right? Um, right. He's, and to an extent, neither does Lois, and I I feel that that trait of um strongness and individuality in women is being sort of looked down upon, you know. Wonder Woman, yes, yes, I disagree with what she does because at the end of the day, she has never trusted Clark to do his own thing. Right. And to to see it through. She doesn't think he can see anything through. But at the end of the day, she's a proactive person. She is a hero in her own right. So she's going to go and try and save people right. in which way she thinks best. And, yes, it may not be the best way, right? But, right. Yeah, but she's still trying. She's still trying to help. And the thing is, you know, that whole you betrayed me thing, I was like rolling my eyes when he said that to right. Lois and to Wonder Woman. Like, why? You know, Lois saved your your bacon and you know, you're you're just basically telling her off for it. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah women women are looked down a uh, strong individual women are looked down upon. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, like they that's not tolerated because, you know, a strong independent woman would slap them and knee them in the balls. Mhm. Right, and then and the woman that she no, can sort of yeah, and they they can't have any power over her when she does that. Mm. And the and the woman that you can sort of um, manipulate, like Cat Grant, who's not the smartest person in the book. Right. Right. She's the sort of one that, and even the way they draw Cat, or they've always portrayed Cat, is the very sexual nature. Right. So she's just a blow-up door for them. Yeah, pretty much. That that's that's how they portray Cat Grant, you know. She's she's not even though she started her own business when Clark Kent left the Daily Plan and had nowhere to go, right? She's she's a businesswoman. She started her own business. How she ran it I still don't know. But the fact is she was making no, money. Right? And even that too, she's being now 
put down as no, she's just this bimbo that's sort of um, leeching off of Clark Kent's intelligence. Right. But it was her ingenuity to come up with the whole business idea. Right. Well, okay, and, you know, we're going to talk tonight about how things are dropped and all that kind of thing. But let's let's go back to, you know, who was it to put the flash drive on Kat's um, desk? It was Hesia. Really? Mm-hmm. And what were the consequences of that? Look, For Hesia and, Clark's, and Clark's Diana? Life Nothing. Became, Clark's life became a, a, a misery. Uh, uh, you know, his life was turned upside down. Nothing happened to Diana. Right. But it was inconveniencing Clark. Yeah, it was like, okay, so did Hestia and Diana have a falling out? Right, we still don't know why Hestia put that flash disk And then Maxwell, was it Aaron Lord that Kat was dating? Yeah, Aaron, yeah. Yeah, he was doing something with people's brains and stuff? Yeah, we, we don't know who, where that went. <laughs> and Rich Johnston pointed out something from the Superman book. General Lane is no longer a senator. When did that happen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, and they wonder why people are like, I don't understand Superman because, you know, they say one thing over here and then this other thing that's totally disconnected either is the exact opposite of that or it's like, did they just throw a turd in in the pot? I mean, come on. (laughs) It's like they're making a soup and they're just tossing whatever into it and it's not, there's no recipe, there's no goal, Mm. there's nothing. It's just, just throw stuff in the pot and... We'll go on our merry way because, you know, somebody at the top's happy because they don't like Superman anyway. Mm. Yeah. So, um, if you want to catch some of this, uh, some of these um, reporting reportings of the harassment and just really the inappropriateness of some of the behaviors of some of these people at the top, usually. Um, you can follow Gimp Nelly on Twitter. Heidi McDonald did a big uh, article in Comic Speak, and I read a couple others. I'm sorry, I can't remember their names off the top of my head right now. But, I mean, it these things are like, oh, my gosh. You know, you just go through it and through it and through it, and there's links, and you go to the next link, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I just had to go back. Mm. I, just, I mean, these people are laying it out, and they have to in order to have any credibility. You know, they're dealing with um, people who don't want to be named, but obviously mm-hmm. have had these experiences, and other people know they have their experiences, but they don't want to be named because most of the time it means you don't have a job. Mm. So there's that aspect of it. So right. most of these people are young and yes. it's it scares them to have 
I mean, you know, some of these people are like, um, I read somewhere that it, it's the young 25-year-olds and stuff, which is people around about my age. And it's it's scary to have, at the beginning of your career, your career ended because you ratted out somebody. Well, that's not even ratting out. Yeah, but you know what I you know what I mean. Like well, you're being the one who's coming okay. forward. And these people go to take the appropriate actions. They go to the HR department, and nothing is done. Mm. HR creates a file. Yeah, but nothing is done about it. And somebody said, "Well, don't they have like?" You know, HR policies, you know, if you're just a freelancer for a company and you're at a con, you're still representing that company, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, all that stuff's passed out and everything, so they're knowledgeable about it. But what what good does it do if something occurs and you go to HR and they do absolutely nothing about it? Mm-hmm. Right. So... I mean, it's just ridiculous. So anyway, um, and I, you know, when and like we've discussed for probably a couple of years now, it's affecting the book, especially the Superman mm. group book. Definitely. I mean, definitely is. You know, no female influence of any kind. Every woman is either a guy with boobs, or a bimbo, or a bitch, or worse, a betraying bitch. You know. They are not seen as heroes in their own right. And we're talking characters like Wonder Woman and Lois Lane, Lana Lang. Can't grant, but I mean, even in the 90s, they tried to give Kat more than the bimbo thing. They gave her a kid and, you know, she mm-hmm. dates mobsters and stuff and that kind of thing. You kind of felt sorry for her and that kind of stuff, but not anymore. She is just a blow-up doll. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there's no respecting of persons in reality, in real life, or on the page of the comic. And I think that's turning a lot of fans off, and they're walking away. And then they keep badgering on about their future readers and new readers. You know, when you have something like that, if you have in the panels no respecting of persons, uh, no, you know, in the panels, and then you find out, oh, these people have this in real life as well. That mm. that whole vibe just turns people off because oh. basically it's telling your audience that we're gonna like harass and control you, and you will like what we put on the page, even if it sucks. And people are like, I don't need this. Okay, mm-hmm. bye. So they better do something about it. I mean, it's just getting ridiculous. And to yep. some extent, I think DC, like we've talked about this for years, there's the main books, they're what they are, they're the battling alien. Clark has no personality. He can't have a personality. You know, let's get into this. Okay, somebody goes, oh, Clark Kent, you know, his life... Now, he's boring, and, you know, oh, you know, Superman is too perfect, and, and, you know, he's too much of a Boy Scout. Okay, my 
my concession has always been, if you have a super-powered alien, you better hope to God he's a Boy Scout. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, yep. you're going to be in deep doo-doo, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing that these people don't seem to understand, and I'm talking DC Entertainment, and the people who are in power and who are controlling Superman, they don't understand that Clark Kent has a personality, okay? And it's one that his fans depend on. The only period of time that I can recollect, okay, you got the golden age, Clark had personality, okay? I mean, right? right? Him Tell and you. Superman Tell both you. had, you know. In the Flesher films, it's Clark that has personality. Superman just flies around and stays low, you know, but he doesn't say all that much. But Clark's no, the yeah. one who's articulate, who, you know, cracks jokes, who, you know. Now, not until the Silver Age did you get, you know, Superman is the personality. Okay. And Clark was like, you know, this bumbly, crumbly, you know, whatever. You know, in the Bronze Age, you know, he was more of a newsman, you know, but still they had the the, the remnants of the Silver Age, you know. But they started bringing Clark's personality back in the Bronze Age, especially with the Superman family books. Mm-hmm. Then we, we got into what we always thought was the modern age, post-crisis, is actually referred to as the Dark Age in the big uh, book written, DC Comics Anniversary book written by Paul Levitt. And I was like, what Dark Age? What are you talking about? Well, I wasn't aware that this is when the Frank Miller stuff started coming out and all that kind of stuff, and everybody went dark, you know. So in that, but for, for Superman, they developed Clark's per- personality. Superman had personality, too, but Clark was the main focus. You know, he was Clark Kent. And then then that went till you know, the New 52, and now they they basically did away with Clark Kent, and they made Superman the personality, but he doesn't have one because they got rid of his farm upbringing by killing mm-hmm. off the Kents and, you know... And here's the other thing. In today's world, in the United States especially, there's only like, I think it's, what, 39 or 139 cities that have most of the population within them, okay? We're talking big, you know, big mega cities, big, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. So most of the people are in cities, okay? That's not how it was back in the 1938 when Superman was created, you know, most people were agricultural. And, you know, right. it was the country mouse coming to the city. The city. Now, if you want to talk aliens, okay, you get a small, I get a kid from a family farm who's not involved with the big CAFOs or the GMO people, you know, a small family farm in the country who's raised, you know, who's adopted, you know, and he goes to the big city. Now, you want to talk about aliens, the 
all the people that live in cities now, that's foreign to them. That experience is foreign to them. Mm -hmm. But it's at the heart of Clark Kent and who he is. Okay? So if they want to talk alienation, they need to be talking about Clark Kent because this this kind of lifestyle, this kind of world that Clark experienced on a small family farm is not found very much these days. Mm-mm. Yeah. So that makes so that makes that's what makes him interesting. And you know, yes, if he's a boy scout, okay? So yeah, so he's kind to people. Clark's personality is that he thinks the best of people and he is pretty optimistic guy. I mean, he's pretty, you know, comfortable in his own skin, even if it wasn't, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. That, you know, he's not this confused guy. I mean, okay, he's 20-something now, and he's still freaking confused. Okay, I don't care what you call it, but that is just basic immaturity. Shows he has no emotional or psychological development whatsoever, you know. He should have been handling this back in when he was 11, 12, 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Not when he's 27. So that's what these people don't understand, is that it's mm-hmm. Clark's personality that makes Superman. Not Oh, yeah. The guy with the physical powers and all that kind of stuff. I mean, well, look, you know, just because, okay, it's like that whole assumption that all the Kryptonians are like Clark. No, they're not. They have their own personalities and things. I mean, Zod Mm -hmm. is not like Clark. Zod is not like Jarrell. Okay, they have their own personalities, their own motivations, and all that type of thing. And right. even Jorel is not like Clark. Yes, exactly. Because they've butted, they've butted heads more times than I can count. They don't have the same life experiences either. But you know, and they said, well, um, you know, Clark is, you know. Superman's life is perfect. You know, Batman lost his parents. Okay, let me say something to you. New 52, Clark's lost two sets of parents. Okay? Right. So, okay, so he should be loved twice as much because he's lost two sets of parents. See, that's what always boggles my mind. And this shows the big difference between Clark and Bat. I don't call him Bruce because Bruce is like some ghost. Well, no, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, the, the best line that, uh, that that's ever been said about Batman is that Bruce Wayne died in that alley with that eight-year-old child. Mm-hmm. The person that left the alley was Batman. Mm-hmm. And so, he's, always been, he's always been Batman. There is no Bruce Wayne. Right. But Batman is doing all this stuff out of the motivation of the death of his parents, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Clark's lost Jarell and Laura, an entire planet, 
of generations of Kryptonians. Okay. Well, he Mm -hmm. didn't really know them. Well, still, I'm sorry, it's still part of his heritage. Okay. If you're an adopted kid, you want to find out about your biological parents a lot of the time. And he got to find out that his were gone, and so were the generations that he could have known if his planet hadn't exploded. Now, if you put that on somebody's shoulders, you know, that's a big burden. And then, in the New 52, they take away the Kent. So, but yet, in pre-52, you know, he just usually he lost Jonathan. He didn't lose both of them. Clark was always the guy who reached out to people, who, you know, thought the best of them, even gave them second chances. He's the guy of second chances, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, he would be light, and Bruce would go, "Why are you doing that?" You know, I'm, you know, and Bruce would be the darkness, and it, it, but still, Clark lost a whole heck of a lot more than Bruce did, especially in the new. Oh yeah, you know. definitely. And you know, we as fans have not seen five years of his story. Okay. So we don't know what Clark's like. They just jump and say, okay, here he is, and he's quitting the DP because he's dating Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Really? He's dating Wonder Woman and he quits the DP. So that gives us nothing to hang on to. We don't know this guy, and they keep saying, oh, well, he's you know he's Clark. And the other thing that bothers me is that I see, there was a tweet by Greg Pat last week. He says, oh, tearing down and building up, you know, uh, excuse me, in the Superman group, there's only been tearing down of Superman. There's been no building up. I tweeted him back. I tweeted him back. I said, oh, yeah, you love doing that. You love tearing down Superman. I'm not so sure about building up. I was, like, so pissed off at that tweet. I was, like even super pissed off because it was like he's he's bragging about it and I'm like, no. Don't do that. But when you write, that's what you do. You you know, you first you have, you know, you start it out and you know, it's kinda of like even Steven, you know. Then you like mm-hmm. you have conflict, you have a tearing down, it's like building muscle, right? And then you bring it back up you know, and people are like, oh, you know. That's what you do it's in a story flow or characterization. That's what you do. But in the New 52, all they've ever done is taken things away from Clark. Mm-hmm. The point now, he can't fly. He doesn't have a cape. Um, he's lost to Kent. You know, Lois has, quote, unquote, betrayed him, which she has not. Um, he, he doesn't have his hair. Doesn't have his hair, and that's the other thing in that book. I was like, what is that? Okay. So, I mean, he doesn't have, you know, he's never been, you know, Clark Kent farm boy. He's too busy battling aliens all, <coughs> excuse me, all the time. Mm-hmm. He's never done a news story, unless it's about himself as Superman. Mhm. So, 
you know, Clark used to actually go after people, you know, as Clark Kent. You know, if you look at the early actions, which, you know, Yang says he he went back to the 40s and stuff. Clark, I mean, within the first what, two or three issues of Action Comics, um, back in 1938, Clark was investigating the mines and everything, and uh, shady politicians and, and that kind of thing. Things that he if, couldn't if you, do as Superman. If you don't want to go, if you don't want to go that far back, you can look at John Byrne. The whole right. reason why um, Clark and Lois had their uh, banging of heads against each other was because Clark beat Lois to the story. Fair enough, it was about Superman, but he used that as a stepping stone to actually write about mobsters and about Lex Luthor, especially because Lex Luthor is a tyrant. And, you know, he wrote stories that mattered. Yeah. Now you don't get that. Now you don't get even reporting from Lois. No, yeah. Because, you know, reporters might actually show you the truth. And I don't think this administration wants anybody spouting the truth. Mm-mm. I mean, they don't want, they don't, I've said this a long time ago, they don't want people like Lois because she rocks the boat and she exposes everything. And they don't want that. They don't want to be exposed. They want to play in their little sandbox. You know, boys rule, girls rule, that sort of thing. And they don't want the truth to come out. They are not mm-hmm. writing stories that actually deal with people's problems. Mhm. They don't. You know, this whole truth thing, like, oh, we're going to do like a Ferguson thing. Really? You know, and it turned out it was crap. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Back in the 90s, those people actually took on things. You know. Right, yeah. People think, you know. I mean, in the early 2000s, I can't remember when Joe Kelly's story came out. Um, what's so funny about Truth, Justice in the American Way? Well, yeah. mm-hmm. apparently the new are trying to tell 2003, us. was it? 2003? Yeah, it was early 2000. No, well, no, it was still when Carlin was in, so it was before 2002. Or, yeah, because the Didio came in 2002. Okay, yeah. Um, but but yeah, yeah, it was early, early 2000s. So now our question is, what's so funny about a Boy Scout who does the right thing and tries to, you know, save everybody? Because mm-hmm. we're not getting that right now. We are not getting yeah. a hero. I want to know what's so funny about the good guy. What yeah. is so funny about, what is so hysterical to the to the to the rock stars about a nice guy, a genuinely just nice guy. Well who and that's helps, just it. Ahead, you know, who helps Mark. someone because he wants to, not because he wants something out of it. Well, I've come to the conclusion that the D C E administration and Superman editorial doesn't want Superman to be better than they are. 
They can't either that or they can't conceive of someone actually doing the right thing, being a great guy, um, you know, want to save the world and still have all these superpowers. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. Clark Kent is about the extraordinary beneath the ordinary. Okay? Right. Everybody is ordinary. But within them is something extraordinary. And with Clark Kent, we get to see that. It's blatantly Mm -hmm. in your face. And basically what that tells everyone is that you could be a Superman too. You could be a super person, right? In your own right. Because there's something extraordinary within you. We don't get that now. Basically they're saying... Oh, if you ha- if you're strong enough and sexy looking enough, you'll get all this stuff. And that's like no, because you know. And then there's constant tearing down of Clark, snatching away his personality. So you're sitting there going, "Who is this guy? Is this some guy off the street?" <laughs> that- you know, I'm just, I, <laughs> by the way, Superman, Lois, and Clark comes out October 14th. Ew, ew. Have they not changed the date? Have they not no, pushed they, it somewhere? <laughs> no, I just, well, I don't know. I checked it like yesterday and they hadn't yet. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wait. Um, so, Superman, um, yeah, Lois and Clark, put it on your pull list. I hope it will go into a second printing mm-hmm. if they allow it. Or at least just sell out. I just want it to sell out everywhere. Right. But, no, I'd like a second printing because, you know, but we'll see if they even allow it. Um, And you say, well, why wouldn't they? Do-? Well, you know, it's like, when it comes to Superman, it's like they're trying to bury him and make everybody mm-hmm. forget about him. There's nobody. There's nobody that loves Clark. Okay, Yang I think likes him. I think Pac likes him. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I assume Tomasi may have an affection for him, but the people above them obviously do not like the character, and they don't understand the character. Yeah, I know Tomasi. I know Tomasi likes Lois and Clark together. Um, and he did write them together with the Doug Mankey drawing them. Uh huh. So, let's just put. Let me just put it this way. He felt more comfortable writing Lois and Clark. I mean, it's just a natural thing. He had them bantering. He had them, you know. Clark getting in trouble with Lois and, you know, she's like just staring him down and that sort of thing and he's like joking and he's like, don't give me those, don't give me that look, Lois. And When was this? It, it, uh, what was it? It was the Justice League of America, I think, that he wrote. Uh, okay. I'm not too sure. Yeah, it was one of those um, other books that, that that's like out of continuity and stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. Doug Doug Mankey wrote a good Lois and Clark, and it was drawn by. Excuse me, Doug Mankey drew a good Lois and Clark, and right. Tito Tomasi wrote a good Lois and Clark. So yeah. 
Um, yeah, it, it, it was that one panel I keep posting where, you know, they wake up and they're looking at in the mirror and he's like, I think you look beautiful. And she's like, oh, shut up, you know, it's a, look at you. you. Did you even sleep? It's like, oh, cross your Kryptonian DNA, you know. And it's it's just banter between them that we all love. So, Right. Well, speaking of Justice League of America, I read this week that eventually Brian Hitch, who is writing Justice League of America at the moment, and he did an interview on DC Access, which was pretty cool. And mm-hmm. apparently he put in two pages of Clark and Lois because he likes writing Clark and Lois. <laughs> and I was like, "Go, boy!" He says, "You know," and he says, "But then who at the end of like, right, who doesn't but, like writing Gorgon?" At the end of the interview, he says, "There was no wasted space. There can't be any wasted space in here." And I just, you know, so apparently everything in that first issue is pertinent to the rest of the storyline. It just we get kind of, you know, it's taking us through this row thing, and it, we kind of get sidetracked, and we're like, well, "Wait a minute, you know." So and there was a bunch of dead supermen. So, um, yeah. But he he and Jeff Johns, Justice League are going to hook up sometime within. Ooh. Yeah. So basically, you know, Brian Hitch's Justice League of America is out of continuity. Quote, quote out of continuity. Just and you know yeah. Justice League. He was continuity for Superman, especially. Oh, Justice League left continuity so far behind with this new. Yes, with the Dark Justice, Side War. The Dark yeah. Side War, and yeah. Yeah. So now John's is like, see you later, and so Superman is no longer connected to Justice League, the flagship bullshit. Um, <laughs> so. Um, Jeff Johns is free to do what he needs to do, and you would think that the Superman books would be able to do what they need to do, but they're still under this regime of questionable moral mm-hmm. character. So, um, yeah. So there was an interview with um, Gene Yang. I'm, I can't say his middle name. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, and it was on CBR. Um Is it this one or I don't know. I thought it was but it says the thirtieth, so it had to be this week. So anyway, mm-hmm. um Oh, please don't do that I don't remind me later, I'm not doing that crap. Um sorry. Yes. This came out the thirtieth, which was Wednesday. Um Mhm. He keeps saying all the books, all the books. Okay, when he says all the books, he's just talking about action, Batman, Superman, the Fomance, and Superman. All the books that involve Superman, especially the new ones that are coming up, ain't going to be doing that. So I kept thinking, don't say that. But, you know, that's what he's involved in is the books from the Superman group. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't say much about Lois, and there's going to be, um, the next arc, it will be called Justice. Oh, okay. So after the truth, we're getting justice? Yes. Jeez, how long is this going to carry on? 
I have no idea. Ugh. I see one more solicit with Superman in a T-shirt. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to literally... Well, apparently, they've got enough feedback since it's DCYOU truth crap starting coming out that they're going to put Superman back in the quote-unquote suit sooner oh, than they, they wanted to. Well, he's even in the suit in, in the one that we're going to talk about today. And supposedly right. that actor Lois has exposed him. So, but I'm kind of confused because he's in the suit, but then he's not in the suit in the other three books, which took place after Lois exposed him and whatever. Um... So, you know, it's all a jumble again. It's chaos. You know, I swear they're dark sides running this company because it's the anti-life equation totally. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other? Um, see, whatever. Okay. There's a theory that the reason why Superman is good is because his strength allows him to be good, which is so untrue. We had just talked about it's Clark's personality. Yeah, that makes it has him nothing good. to do with his. It has nothing to do with his powers. No, it's you no. know if you want to look at powers, look at Ultraman. Ultraman believes that the only thing, you know, that makes him special is his powers. It's Ultraman was not. Yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. And so, I mean. Yeah, I don't know no, who they're talking people... to. I don't know who they talk to. Do they get a bunch of like twelve-year-olds and yeah, man, the only reason he's good because he's so powerful. That's just you know. And he says, if you were super strong and were basically the most powerful being on the planet, it would be easy to be good because nothing can actually threaten you. Okay, can we just say injustice right here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just okay. I'm just thinking. Has has he read injustice? I'm sitting there going, okay, you've got injustice. And the whole New 52 started out that they wanted the world to be afraid of Superman, right? Mm-hmm, yep. One of the parts of that was he was dating Wonder Woman. So now everybody fears them. You know, they don't trust him. I mean, even in the truth arc, action comics, people hate his gut. Yeah. So I don't understand that. I don't. I do not understand that. His powers do not make him special. No. His powers aren't his personality. His personality makes him even more powerful because he's got powers, but because he also has a mind and heart. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen his mind and heart in the New Fifty Two. Let's just be honest. No, uh, he has no mind. Um. His heart is a big black lump of coal. Um, I mean, yeah. So Yang goes on to say, but since he's depowered, we're going to to test that a little bit. And that's the driver in the next story arc. We're going to see what makes Superman good. Is it his strength or is it something else? Yeah, it's called the chemist. The way he it's was called, raised. It's called Clark Kent is the reason that he's good, you doom cough. It's called I mean, All That Hard Labor on, on Smallville. It's called the first ten seasons of Smallville. 
go go watch them. It's all about clock. So bloody hell. The, yeah, I know. God, they don't understand. Bloody the hell. Like, what? What are they doing? So then the question is: This issue featured another big change for Clark as he was fired by Perry White from Daily Planet after the chief and some of Clark's co-workers were attacked following Lois's revealing his secret identity. Are we finally going to see Clark choose Superman as his full-time job? It's been his full-time job for how many years now? Battling how many alien, no Perry human fired Clark. <laughs> Jank says, "Well, right we now should, we should name we should name this episode the Giant Sigh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or fart, whichever. So Yang says, well, right now he's being forced to be Superman full-time. Oh, isn't that telling? Can we mm-hmm. say, can we say July 2011? Superman will be a battling alien, period. And it hasn't changed. Yeah, he's no longer, okay, go ahead. Yeah, Superman has not been the reporter, the farm boy, the guy you can count on since July 2011. So he's been Superman for the past five years. But if you you know if you count it in DC terms, it's been what nine years? Nine years he's been. Yeah, because he jumped five years of his. Yeah. So how how I I'm so confused, Mr. Yang. You know, can you please explain to me what has he not been doing? He's even quit the Daily Planet. Right. Uh, he was back for what one month? A in, minute and in, a half. In in real time in yeah. the in the Jeff Johns arc. Right. Uh, Jeff Johns was like so happy. I'm gonna bring back the Daily Planet, and these people are now taking it completely back again. Yeah. So Yang says he no longer has a secret identity, so he has has doesn't really have a way of getting away from it. Dude, can he can dye his hair, he can blur his face, you know. I'm sitting there going, <laughs> Okay. Excuse me, but he hasn't really had a secret identity in the new fifty two. No. That's true. Okay. And now that he went back to the DP, kind of had one, but then, you know, then they took it away from him, and now everybody knows supposedly his secret identity, which he says, he was the, um, his face is what, his face is what people now associate with Superman. Mm-hmm. The other books have already done this. Superman 41 through 44 has been playing behind the other three Superman books and the other Superman books have already shown Superman's new reality where he is Superman full-time. But he's not wearing the suit. Mm-hmm. Because the thought just took it away from him. Right. But in Superman 44, which we'll talk about later, he's back in the suit. <laughs> so, so how this is still taking place before the other three books. Right, if it makes right. any sense at all, hello. All mm. up to uh, Superman's up to Superman's up to the end of Superman forty four takes place before that preview we got in Free Comic Book Day. Yeah. 
And somewhere in between there, um, he goes to the fortress, and we see the fortress taking his suit away, and he right. winds up in Alaska. Yeah, bitching and moaning. Um, <laughs> which isn't part of Clark's personality, but it is, he's anger ball now. Um, okay. So apparently the next arc is called Justice, and everything will line up. Superman will line up with the other books. Mm, can't wait for that. Yeah, really. Um, so uh, so excited. Uh, okay, so here's the other thing that we should be ex- okay. So John Romita did draw 44, which we'll talk about today. But um, what does Yang say? Uh, he said la 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 something about. He said, "Oh, that just uh, Ramita was stepping back. Let's see, was stepping away for a bit. Like he might come back. I'm like, he better not come back." And then I read a tweet. No, he he should, he should step back forever. Yeah, I read a tweet Stop today everything. that supposedly I don't know how true this is, but I read a tweet today that John Ramita Jr. and Frank Miller were going to do something together. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> Okay, oh, at least they'll enjoy it. You know what? Frank Miller draws such ugly drawings anyway, so they'll get on perfectly. Right. Hopefully it's Batman. John Romita Jr. is a master of portraying deep emotion. I didn't see it in this <laughs> Well, I don't see it in any issue. Um, yeah, and even fans of John Romita Jr. were like, for this past issue, it was like, did they have somebody come in and draw like John Romita Jr.? Yeah, I think he he called that one in, I think. But anyway, so, so I was like, Yang, I know you're between a rock and a hard place, but... Oh, they did say something about now that the truth is out there, everyone from Royal Flush Gang, whoop-de-doo, to the live wire, whoop-de-doo, is out to wreak havoc in Superman's life. Clark Dude, obviously what did they do to live wire? I Why don't know. Is she like, they probably redesigned they, her. Ugh, it's so ugly. I know. Clark obviously didn't agree with Lois. Well, she's a female, and John Romita Jr. was drawing her. Clark obviously didn't agree with Lois's decision to out him as Superman, but is reconciliation a possibility for Lois and Clark somewhere down the line? And Yang says, I think that Lois will always be will always be important in Clark's life in pretty much every iteration of Superman, regardless of the universe, the reality, or the era. Lois and Clark will always be important to each other. How long it will take to reconcile here? How will it play out? You have to read the comics. Well, that's mm. a back answer. Um, I hate that answer. Okay, so our big thrill is figuring out who's Hoarder's daddy. Oh, yes. Daddy, more daddy issues. Mm. Yeah, it's all about daddy. Dad, 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 daddy. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Wonder Woman used to be about her mother. But no, mm. not in the New 52. It's about her daddy. Yep. Have we even seen Ruth? Nope. Um, so 
So anyway, the villain is someone from Superman mythology that's always been there or something. I don't know who it is. I mean, you know. I, I, thought, know, it, I thought it was Vandal Savage. Is it somebody else now? Well, that's what we don't know. Well, it's called Darkseid. Darkseid's being used. Well, it's not like he could procreate all across the universe. Darkseid did. Spoiler alert for Justice League. Yeah. Who believes that? Raise your hand. Not really. Not really. Um, my hand is down. Yeah, my, I'm sitting on my hand. I'm zero. Okay, <laughs> whatever. You know, we all know death ain't happening, you know, unless they really hate a character, you know. Then that's when they get rid of Okay, yeah, the whole eye to eye for an eye thing from Superman is really going to be explored too. We're going to take a look at Superman's strength versus his inherent goodness and his good heart and see what the relationship between those two things are. Excuse me, you haven't showed his good heart yet. Okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? Is this in some other book we don't know about? You know, what? You know, I was going, what? What? You have to show those things before you can compare them because right now it's all one-sided. Mm-hmm. It's, he's all about strength. He's all about, you know, his powers. You know, it's, he's never used his heart. He never, has he ever made a decision with his heart first, ever, in the New 52? No. Nope. Okay. You're saying, oh, but him and Wonder Woman are dating. Yeah. Did you see that conversation in Justice League 12? I'm lonely, so am I. Oh, we should get together. <laughs> like, what? I'm lonely. Oh, that's that's good make-out talk, Clark. You're so romantic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we all know what that lonely stands for. Okay, it says, in justice, we want to explore Superman as modern mythology. What? There's a novel idea. Why didn't you start that from the beginning, people? Mm-hmm. Whatever. So I I know that he's just come in. Um, okay, he says, and Hoarder, like I said, definitely ties into our character with a much longer history within the DC Universe, but what he is supposed to embody is the very modern idea of information. I got some information for you, dude. Run! Oh, sorry. <laughs> so that was, you know, I like Gene, and I like Greg Pack, and I probably even like Mossy. But they are between a rock and a hard place. Mm, a very, very hard place. Yeah, because they're being told what to write. Okay. Tear down Superman. Tear down Superman. Get Superman in trouble. Lots of trouble. Mm-hmm. But there's no respite from that. There's no oasis for fans to, like, take a breath on. None. Zip, zilch, zippo. None. And that is poor story writing. That is poor storytelling. And these guys know it. But editorial and the powers that be that hate Superman's guts don't understand him. He's too much of a boy scout. I never thought of him as the everyman. That's because you wiped out Clark Kent. And he doesn't work without Clark. And then you wouldn't have these asinine questions. 
Is it his strength that makes him so good? No, it's Clark Kent. His personality. Mm -hmm. You know, but they're going to make it about his strength, his powers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's what makes him good, his powers. Okay, so he was a major brat before he found out he had powers, and all of a sudden now he's going to be a good guy. Really? Is that how it's going to work? I don't think so. Okay, let's move on to Max Landis. Max books, then uh, Superman American Alien doesn't come out till November. So we will get Superman Lois and Clark before we get that Frank Miller thing. No, let's all... not even talk about that. Let's oh, 40, 40 variant mention. covers. Like, are you afraid it's not going to sell? What? Oh, of course. They're they're so scared it's not going to sell. Can I tell you why? Why? Because my generation and the generation after me and the new readers don't give a rat's ass about Frank Miller. We think he right. sucks. Big balls. Big, hairy balls. That's how bad he sucks. And well, we don't care about Frank Miller. We don't think the world about Frank Miller. But you see, it's not about the audience. It's about what the fanboys, administrators at DC Entertainment want. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Frank Miller sucks. I'm sorry. There we go. Does Jim? You know, does Frank Miller call up Jim Lee and say, "Hey, Jim, I need you to wipe my ass for me." I'll be right over, Mister Miller. Oh, which which one would you like? Two ply, three ply. <laughs> here, here, you can I mean, use really. my scribbles. You can use my scribble pages. I mean, Jim Lee came out in an interview last week and said. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, bring back All Star Batman and Robin, and I'm thinking, dream on, butthead. You think anybody believes that crap? The man speaks in forked tongue. Okay, you know what I'm saying? He'll say whatever he he'll say whatever he thinks somebody wants him wants to hear him say. He'll say it at the moment and not mean it. Okay. Oh yeah, we're gonna bring back All Star Batman and Robin. Excuse me, but you nobody guys, wants but, it. Okay, in 2010, you were going to change the name of the title because you hadn't finished four or five chapters that Frank had written back then. That's five years ago, and then you didn't even do it because I'm too busy with Justice League and the reboot. So yeah, dream on, Jimbo. <sighs> Okay, so Max Landis, you wanna? Do you have this pulled up? I can pull it up. Okay. Um, now I've seen some people go, eh, Max. Okay, that Doomsday thing that he did, you know, the video. I hate that thing. For the mm, that's it. Oh, listen, some of it is funny. Okay. But um, the the Doomsday video. Some of it, it I will admit, it made me laugh. Some of it, some of it made me go, what? Right. But yeah, all of it in in, in its entirety sucks. <laughs> yeah. But here's the other thing. But, it's like, um, and he did a. I think it was a, the first Superman annual. The Superman annual? Yeah. No. It wasn't the action annual, was it? Anyway, the one with Kryptonite Man, and then they had another story, and he supposedly wrote the other story. There wasn't any dialogue. Mhm. 
Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, and this was like, oh, the guy he did Chronicles going to do the story. And then there went the dialogue, and I'm like, dude, you're barking up the wrong tree. But then he <laughs> did, um, then I've seen a couple of videos of his where he talks about Superman. The dude does love Superman, and he especially loves Clark, and he always talks about Lois in the best way possible. And mm-hmm. then he did The Adventures of Superman, the one about with the Joker. Yes. And I was like, it was one of the best stories I ever writ- re- read mm-hmm. because Joker was saying all the things that you read constantly in interviews now even, you know, He's too much of a Boy Scout. He's too perfect. He's, you know, la, 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 You know, and it's like all those things that people come out and say about Superman, which is like it's because they don't know Superman. You know, and Clark is kind of taking it in his stride. He's looking at him like, you butthead, you know. Mm-hmm. And Landis brought all this out, and it was like brilliant. Okay. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And okay. in two issues, mind you, yeah. in two issues, he wrote right. a fantastic um, Superman story, and I'm so glad he he's got the chance to actually come back and yep. do what he wants to do. And before we found out about Doomed, which was last year's story arc, I guess. Uh, oh, I don't even remember. It was so yeah, long ago. I know that's so in the past now. Um, him and Greg Pak were supposed to do a weekly. Uh, mm-hmm doomsday kind of thing with the death of Superman again. Um, and because of their schedules, it didn't happen. Right. And we've seen like that Brian, was it Brian Keene, about what happens when people get called in and say, oh, yeah, you can do this, and then they get in the meetings, and then it's like, oh, well, we changed our mind. We're just, mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. And I put you know, put my career on hold for two months and you people are pulling this crap, you know. I'll just go make some money and write another novel or whatever. So, uh, but now he's back. He's going. To, he's doing the Superman um, American Alien. Mm-hmm. And I have the interview he did with Newsarama. Right. Um, Superman, the- American Alien. Not about becoming a superhero, but becoming not an a-hole. <laughs> How appropriate with the New 52 and the DC so IOU. When I, read this, when I read this title, I was like, this is so going to be appropriate for us. Right. Um, so, <clears throat> it's happened. Despite his, his inexperiences with blockbuster Hollywood movies, Max Landis' upcoming Superman American Alien isn't a bombastic tale about how Clark Kent became the super powerful hero known as Superman. Instead, he says, it's about how Clark Kent became Clark Kent. I'm so happy with that line. I cannot tell you how happy I am with that line. Best line ever. I mean, it shows he truly knows the character and what makes that character work. Mm-hmm. Um, told over seven issues beginning uh, November 11th, Superman American Alien is illustrated by some of DC's most popular artists, including Jock, Francis Manipal, and Jay Lee. And although the series features action and fight scenes, including a scene where the final issue the writer describes as the most violent, realistic fight Superman has ever been in, Landis says the story in Superman American Alien 
uh, less about becoming a superhero and more about becoming not an a-hole. Asshole. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm just going to go straight into the questions because Max Landers can talk okay, a yeah. lot. Um, so, Newsarama, Max, what's the meaning behind the title American Alien and how does it apply to the stories you're telling? Max Landers. Let me read, let me drink some water before I read this because this is quite long. <laughs> no, Max Landers can waddle. Um, the stories are thematically unti- untitled by the idea of identity. But not so much secret identity, more personality identity. Really? Oh, sorry. <laughs> who we want to be versus who we are from the moment to moment. The reason it's called American Alien is that thing that's always interested me about two men and the least are his alien origins. I think they're important thematically, but ultimately, what I like about him is a, is what I like about him as a character is that he was someone who was born in the USA and has grown up wanting to be the best kind of person. Each of the stories is him challenging himself while being challenged about what kind of person he is. They're less about becoming a superhero and more about becoming not an asshole. Like he is now and main continuity. Can I just clap for Max Landers? Thank because you, Max. that paragraph of him waddling there just tells me how much he gets Clark Kent and how much he gets that the most important thing about Superman isn't his powers and his, you know, uh, he can absorb, you know, sunlight or whatever. It, it's about his journey to become the Clark Kent we know and love. Right. And, and by so, the way, for the people who are nitpicky, there was quotes under over the word born, because, you know, technically mm-hmm. he wasn't born in the USA or on Earth. So just yeah. so for the people like, he wasn't born here. Okay. He, you know, he yeah, knows no. that. He just bo- he knows that. air quotes. Yeah. Right. Newsroom. Wow, what a description. <laughs> It's interesting that you said it's not about him becoming a superhero because I've noticed that most of the descriptions reference him as Clark Kent. Are these stories more about Clark Kent than they are about Superman? I mean, you you just repeated what he just answered, but anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention! I mean, I'm sorry, I'm nitpicking there. She, she did not listen to his answer, but anyway... Um, Landers, I would say 150% yes. Uh, this is not a Superman comic. Superman is in it. Clark puts on a costume a couple of times. Although I don't want to give away where and when, but it's more about the man behind it. Because honestly, Superman as a hero, most of these stories involving him have been told so brilliantly that could have been told, you know, He's lost his powers, he's died, he's turned into an e- he's turned evil a million times. He's stopped world enders and con men and aliens and robots. He's fought interdimensional gods and all that was exciting. But I've seen it. And I wanted uh, to yeah. write a comic oh so many times. 
I've wanted to write a comic about what we haven't seen, which is just sort of his day-to-day and the story, and the stories he would tell you if you if you if you were his friend. Because oh, Batman yeah. doesn't <laughs> because Batman doesn't have one of those. Batman's secret identity is he's killing time until he can become Batman again. True. And <laughs> true. And Superman, as Clark Kent, they're the same person. Superman doesn't, to me, doesn't exist. It's just Clark in a costume trying to help people. If Amen. A, amen. Praise. <laughs> if there's praise the Landis. <laughs> If there's an immediate call to Superman, then he's Superman, you know? I don't think he ever willing, willfully identified as Superman until he saw it on the news. And then he went, why not? Yeah, because Clark uh, Humble. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, yes, it's as much more based on my interpretation of this mythos. Oi, this thing went up. I don't know why. Um... Interpretation of the mythos, as uh, of this mythos, as much more based around Clark Kent, not just a secret identity of Superman, but as a character. Praise. Thank you, Max. We're getting Clark Kent. Yeah. We're getting we're getting Clark I'm so happy. I'm trying. I know it took us forever. Um. It's interesting that you say he's trying not to be an asshole, yet not so many people think of him. Yet so many people think of him as the squeaky clean boy scout. Yet he has the powers of a god compared to us. Does he really struggle with not being an a-hole? Or is it more that you're saying we all struggle with that and he just happens to be super powerful? Really? I mean, what? Okay. Okay, okay, first of all, in the New 52, he's been an asshole. We've called huge. him on it how many times? Huge, huge. With, with a double yeah. A, pro- big capital yeah. A. <laughs> the problem is, with the New 52, he hasn't struggled with it. No, yeah, he's just, he's just mean. He's an asshole. And he is angry, and he is, yeah, he's just the opposite of Superman because all the time. In the New 52, he's not the squeaky clean boy scout. He's an asshole. I, I hate that. I hate it when people say the squeaky clean boy scout. Yeah, many people. Can we get the stats on that? Yes, so many people. Not just many people. So many people think, oh. Yeah, well, okay. Anybody could say anything using that ter- that phrase. So many people think this. So many people think, sorry, but that is like being a shill for DC Entertainment because mm-hmm. basically that's what they said. Clark's life's too perfect. That's why he can't have Lois now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make it a mass hole, and he won't struggle with it either. Go ahead, sorry. So, Landis, we all struggle with that. In a big way, American Alien is about alienation. And it's grounding the alienation we all feel. 
being a story about a guy who actually is an alien, although his awareness of that and interaction with that is limited due to the fact that all the other ones are dead. The thing is, though, Veneta, is that each story is so different. Each story is so different from the next one. But we're all colors on the palette of human emotion. You've dealt with situations like the ones in the comic that I wrote. You know, you may have never fought Parasite, but I didn't write an issue of a comic of, about fighting Parasite. Superman fights Parasite in it, but ultimately it's about Clark Kent dealing with a bunch of unwanted attention. I don't write any Superman in inverted comic in inverted comic stories. I mean, arguably the last comic, the last issue, seven, probably features the most violent, realistic fight Superman has ever been in. But at no point in it do we feel like it's badass. It's just violent and scary, and we're worried that our hero, Clark, is going to get badly injured. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, this shows that Landis wants to pull, you know, have an emotional tie between reader and character. Mm-hmm. This whole thing is Superman's not badass enough, so we're going to take everything mm-hmm. away from him and make him be badass. Okay. Superman should never be badass. Sorry, not happening. Not within his mm-hmm. personality realm, okay? And for for really, I I hate to see Clark bleed. That always affects me. Mhm. I mean, if I see it in live action or if I see it on the page, see Clark bleed. Mhm. When he's trying to do the right thing, just tears me up. And I could oh, really? in Man of Steel when he started coughing out blood, um, right. when he was on that, I was the first time I saw it. I was like, <gasps> you know, it just yeah. like you gasp and you're like exactly, and Mark! you're like you're like no, and then when Lois starts screaming, what are you doing to him? And I'm like, yeah, what are you doing to Superman? Stop it! Stop it! You know. Well, it's like when I went to San Diego Comic-Con in 2010, and they were showing previews for season 10, mm-hmm. right? And they only had filmed like one and a half episodes so far, because it was July, mm-hmm. right? So that was Lazarus. Right. So I'm sitting here, and they're showing different things, you know, and they showed, you know, Solis and Clark kind of doing it there. And, um... <laughs> oh, so bam! Here is Lois with Clark in her arms. It's raining. She's pulling that knife out of him, and I let out a scream. I didn't even realize it was me screaming. <laughs> I did. It was like this blood curdling scream. And I threw my hands over my mouth, and the guy next to me, I didn't know him, he's laughing his ass off at me because, you know, it was that visceral reaction to seeing Clark dying in Lois's arms and her able to save him. And I, it was the death of Superman all over, only live action for me. And that mm. was my my visceral reaction, just to let out a blood-curdling scream. You know, Clark was hurt. He had a knife in his chest. I mean, come on. <laughs> for one that's... whole season. For one whole season, people, we had to wait as he's falling. Three months. Yeah, we had to wait three months for, damn it. 
Clark can't pull it out, damn it. Uh, but but that's that's what Landis was talking about. He wants that visceral reaction from the reader. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clark is hurt, and that always gets a reaction out of Superman fans. Okay, yeah. not Superman's a badass. You know, that's just like the <laughs> whole wrong take. That's the wrong highway. That's <laughs> you aren't even in the same like region when you're driving that way. Right, you're, like, it's like complete opposite way. You're in like, the wrong direction. Like, you're not on the like highway. Someone, I don't know. Like someone told you, you know, head to Washington D.C. and you took some road and you ended up in Mexico. I don't know. That's what happened. <laughs> anyway, yeah. and so go ahead. So he continues, uh, those are the kind of emotions I want to invoke because, as you say, Superman can be criticized as being, in previous iteration, iterations, fairly one note. And I don't think we need to do that. And DC has given me the opportunity to do, to do something a little different. And I think it's very brave of them, and I hope people read it. I don't think it'll put people off. Okay, but you know what? Superman became very one note in the New Fifty Two. Oh, he didn't even have a note. He's just flatlined. Yeah, it was just. But you know, he was a one-trick pony. Mhm. Yeah. You know, punch, punch, punch. Yeah, he. Punch, I was punch, just. Punch. I was literally just thinking the same thing. He just. Yeah. He's a one-trick pony. He only punches his way out of every situation. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has no personality. <laughs> Except he's an asshole. Mhm. Okay. Okay, Newsarama. You mentioned parasites, and I was going to ask you. And I was going to ask you about. That's what she picked up from that entire conversation. Yeah, I mean, get a clue, woman. Quit being a shell. And you mentioned parasites. I was going to ask you about villains. He's going to fight, but it seems like the that's not the focus. No duh. No you duh. think? Okay. You think? Landis, <laughs> it's not. I see he went very, very one syllableish to explain it to her in this in this <laughs> question. It's not. There are no superheroes or villains until the fourth issue. Because it's about a character, a man, a boy. It's about a person. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Newsarama. Yeah, there have been a lot of iterations of the character over the year, over the years. What do you think has to be the part of the character? What are the core elements that make him Superman? Oh, geez. Jesus. Can we bang our Land- head against the wall? Landis is going to go up to the. If I'm so, I so hope this wasn't a live interview because he would have taken. He carries the stick around. You'd have mm-hmm. taken that stick and probably whacked her and said, "It's Clarkin, Clarkin, Clarkin." <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, there are a bunch of elements that make him Superman, but if you're talking about the most core elements of him, it's that he's a nice guy in a mean world. Hello, hello. Mhm. Yeah. You know, he's not Batman, he's not Green Lantern, he's not even Peter Parker, because, you know, Peter Parker got guilted into being a superhero. And he's, 
and he's and he, and he keeps effing up at it. True, very true. Superman, uh, Spider Man is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Batman again, trauma. Ha. <laughs> Hell Jordan Wimpy. was. Hell Jordan was inducted. One woman was raised as one of those, uh, one of these people. Green Arrow fell onto an island. <laughs> the Flash, that. the Flash, it was an accident, and he got turned into this. Clark Kent was born with superpowers in Kansas. He could have done anything. You know what he did? He went to high school, he went to college, and he got a job. And I mean, that to me speaks volume about how this character could or maybe should be written. You know, even in Superman Birthright, which is a comic that I really enjoyed, ultimately the comic was a run towards becoming Superman. How did Clark Kent become Superman? My comic is not about that. It doesn't even really address it head on. It's just about how Clark Kent became Clark Kent. Yay! He Thank couldn't have spelled you. it out more. He couldn't have spelled it out more for that lady. Um, Go ahead. I'm just celebrating. Oh, I lost her. No! No! Don't make me talk about these comics by myself. No. Okay. Ah! Well, while she's trying to come back, I will talk about Gwenda Bond's contest. For those of you who don't know, um, Gwenda Bond wrote Lois Lane Fallout, which did so well that she got to write another book. It's called Lois Lane Double Down, coming out in May. Right now there's a contest for, um, I forget what they call it, reader something. It's like a it's like the book, but it's not exactly in final form yet. You know, they got to tweak it. Um, and but it's the whole book. And so, if you go to Gwenda Bond's um, blog, you can um, do. She tells you what you know you have to do to to get entered. And um, are you there yet? Hello. Uh, hello. So anyway, <laughs> I, pressed, I pressed the end call button by mistake instead of closing the article with 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 Oops, I wondered. I was like, that. I, there was no warning or anything. Um, no, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. That was silly so, of me. Can see, I haven't Gwen, used this in a while. I know. Two weeks. Um, Bond's blog. Go to Bond's blog and look for mm-hmm. her contest, and you'll get a uh, what do they call those? ARCs. Something about I forget what the first word is. Reader copy, advanced yeah, reader yeah. copy. That's what it is. It's advanced reader copy. So and Maya has won one. Yay! She's read, she's read Double Down already. She's done yes. a review, um, and you can find that on Tumblr. Um, and somebody, uh, some guy, and Gwenda tweeted this. Put up a page of the book, and of course. The guy says, I didn't know what to choose because it was all really great. He says, but I, I figured I'd choose a 
scene between Smallville guy and Lois Lane, and we're like, wow, ah! <laughs> wow, oh, and the scene was so good. I, it I was, was so like good. Giggling. I was, I was reading it in the morning, and I was just like giggling, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, it ended like mid sentence, and I'm no, yeah, I'm like, where's the next page? Where's the next page? Turn the page. So yeah, so I have entered. Did you get? Oh, you can't enter because you're not in, within the state. Right? It's only open to the um, to the people in the fifty states of the United States of America, and I'm like, <laughs> not even Canada. <laughs> I don't know Canada. I did, I also have read that you know it's only open to the res- legal residents of the United States. Of legal legal residents. Oh, they're gonna bring up that. <laughs> We'll see about that. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that was my reaction. I was like, poop. <laughs> poop on those people. Oh, um, <laughs> so Lois Lane Double Down, go, you can pre-order it at, uh, I know Amazon. I don't know if you can do it at any place else, maybe Barnes & Noble or something. Uh, uh, yeah. You can order it at one, at one of those big uh, U.S. stores. I think it's Barnes & Noble. Right. Um, and Amazon. And Amazon. So, I already pre-ordered yeah. mine, honey. The minute it came out. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the minute she tweeted that you know Double Down is coming out, I like did a Amazon hot search for that thing to mention me as soon as anything comes out. Um, right. Yeah, and I was like, yes, pre-order. Take my money. Take my money now, <laughs> damn it. I was like, okay, just take it. <laughs> take my money. See, DCE don't care because. We're women, and they don't want our money. So, yeah, they'd rather her. Well, apparently, Lois Lane sells really, really well. Yeah. Like her bombshell did better than you know, oh Harley Quinn's Christmas one. And Both of them. Yeah. Harley yeah. Quinn had what two bombshells, right? Three statues. Three. Oh, she had three bombshell statues. Yeah, she's getting a fourth one. Oh, lovely. So Lois's did better, eh? Lois's did better than her Christmas one, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Oh. Wow. Lois Lane's bombshell did better than the kiss statue. <gasps> You're kidding. No. I, I went and checked the numbers. I had to. And I was like, it did better than that Christmas one where they stuck the mistletoe on there. And I don't know the beach volley volleyball one for someone. Or I don't know what else they There's came up with. There's a beach ball one. I missed. I the don't. Beach ball one. I don't know. They had so many left over because they weren't selling. They're like sticking stuff on there, you know. They have people with super glue taking the yeah whatever. Did did it beat and the original one? I think so. Yeah. Oh, the original. The original one. The original one didn't even feature in the top ten. Uh, st- uh, collectibles Aww. being sold. Oh, oh, oh! You know, some people just don't like things shoved down their throat and up every orifice they can find on your body. You know, some it's people just, not- just don't like Superman and Wonder Woman together. Oh, shame! Yeah, take your foamance and shove it where the sun don't shine. And take the foamance and kill it in Hellfire. Burn it. Burn it. Yeah, be badass uh, and burn it. <laughs> or break it as we did. <laughs> um, yeah, that statue broke so easily. Yeah, it was plastic. 
Yeah, feeble, like the relationship is built upon. Ooh, burn. Well, okay, um, let's, let's go it, let's, back Let's down. put it this way. Let's put it this way. The most successful DC collectibles, right, are the yes. Batman black and white. Um, the uh, This is in no specific order, right? Uh, it, it was just something I read. Uh-huh. It's Bat. It's Batman Black and White. Oops. It's the Man of Steel Superman ones that come out by each different artist. Right. Uh, the Bombshells, the Cover Girls, uh-huh. and the other one is um, what did they call it? Like the the animated series stuff. Oh yeah. Right. Right. And so and so those are the most. Um, popular collectibles. And of that, the bombshells are overtaking most of the other collectibles. Right. right? Um, the, the Batman black and white is the one that the, that the Barbara Gordon st- statue came out with. That was number one. Ah. But the bombshells, the bombshells have been so popular. Uh, they came out with Wonder Woman, they came out with um, Supergirl, Batgirl, and Harley Quinn as the originals, right? And those sold exceptionally well, right? The Wonder Woman one sold exceptionally well, and Lois Lane equaled that in terms of selling. So, yeah. You know, people bought that Lois Lane statue. People bought the heck out of that Lois Lane statue. I would have bought it if the exchange rate didn't skyrocket and go up just before the Lois Lane statue came out. Because, like, I had my money saved to buy the Lois Lane statue. It just, when I went to go and purchase it, the order went up by, like, 700 rands or something. So I was like, no. Yeah, I but know. I am saving. I I am saving towards one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. December <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas. Christmas bonus, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to talk more about the Fomance statue and how it got broke, and they had to show that it was that they destroyed it so they can get it one to replace it so they could sell it. But so mm-hmm. that's how chintzy they, they were. Broke all the time. Yeah, when they they said when they got their replacement, yeah, it still didn't even sell. It still ha- I I that girl talks to me like on Tumblr and stuff, and she's oh, yeah. like it it still hasn't sold. It's collecting dust <laughs> in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> they got one at my uh my uh L LCS too. It, it would as I recall when they had the big uh, comic book day, they had it on the floor. No. <laughs> On actual floor in the box. Did they? Did they want somebody to kick it over or something? I don't know. I guess, who knows? Yeah. Anyway. Well, we all know the story. Well, we all know the story about formats in my comic book store. They're like giving it away for free. People were like, "Nah, I don't want that." Yeah. Nobody wants it. Mm-hmm. So they had, you know. So what was it Hot Pocket or whatever their name was? What is the name of that stupid place I had to go raid Jim Lee's garage and try to sell them? Hot Topic? No, that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to kind of... Well, what did... Oh, please, please, people. 
Hit one thing and something else goes bluey. Um, Dark Side War, Justice League, number 44. Mm, I enjoyed this. It's good writing. Yeah, it's very good writing. But I'm getting kind of lost in some of the plot. But Superman's <laughs> dark in this, literally. Literally, um, yeah. Yeah. They have, see, they always have to take out Superman so they can do everything else. But like, why? Because really, if Clark was Superman, if Clark Kent was really Superman, he could do it all. Okay, they had mm-hmm. to do this in the animated series, like the Justice League one and all that. They had to take Superman out of the equation, so they because he could have taken care of the problem, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. I like the covers of these. Um... The Dark Side War um, books, the Justice, it, it looks like this huge, like, Star Wars sort of thing that they're trying to copy. Yeah. You know the original Star Wars posters that came out? Yes, yes, I know what you Yeah, mean. yeah. And it's Green Lantern 75th, so he's kind of prominent on this one poster. One yeah, all the Aquaman fans are up in arms because apparently they didn't do an Aquaman um 75th anniversary cover. Oh, great. But, I mean, at least, you know, if they did Aquaman, they'd get the right Aquaman. Like, it's Green Manson's 75th anniversary of Alan Scott, not Hal Jordan. Right. So. Right. Well, they did the same thing with Barry and Jay. Right, Yeah. Did we talk and about people? Uh, people still don't know who Hal Jordan is. People are like, where's, where's, where's you know, uh, John Stewart? Or, yeah, Kyle yeah, Rainer. that's that's the that's the one people know, John Stewart. Hmm? Right. Um. Oh, did you? Did I? Oh, wait a minute. Um, did we talk about this last <laughs> week? What was I thinking of? Um. Oh, I've lost it. And somebody asked where we could, where they can get a Harley Quinn doll. I don't know. A Harley Quinn comic, doll. Yeah. Amazon. Uh, yeah, like Amazon or your local comic book shop or something like that. I wouldn't know. I don't buy Harley Quinn. Otherwise, stuff. do a web search on Harley Quinn statues or whatever. Um, yeah. Sorry. There's something I thought of, and I thought, did we talk about that two weeks ago, or did we not? I don't remember. So Batman's a god. He's in the Mobius chair. And so, Mm. yeah. Mm. And, of course, you know, him and Hal are going at it. Remember remember the first Justice League um, book they Mm -hmm. were trying to make? They were trying to make Hal Jordan and Batman world's finest. Yeah, because um, Superman was being distracted by Wonder Woman. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he was like, who is this crazy chick going, let's fight! Where? Yeah! <laughs> so, Batsy's taking this all very seriously. Why does he have to pyramid his hands like that? Because he's Batman. <laughs> no, bull. That's just bull. So, apparently, Bats. Shaves once in a while. 
because other he's been in that Mobius chair so long he'd have a beard by now, wouldn't he? He was a manly man in a manly way. I like that Green Lantern calls him Sherlock. Of course, he hasn't been Sherlock in a long time, but no, he hasn't. Okay, so and Wonder Woman's doing all this looking across the battlefield. I listened for last year. Okay, this I believe in peace. Yet I spent my life training for war. Okay, this whole yeah. You know, war becomes peace thing is so out of 1984 by George Orwell. It's not even funny. It's double speak. <laughs> you know, and people are like, how do you get, you know, I must do war to bring about peace. That's just, you know, big brother standing in a barrel with his pulling the strings the whole time. I'm sitting there going, did people actually buy that? Or, you know, are these new readers going, yeah, yeah, no, 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 That's not how no. It works. Um, okay. So, you know, uh, my name is Diana, daughter of... The... She does mention Steve, though, which is cool. Mm-hmm, and Steve is there. Steve is ha- looking handsome. He's looking, and he looks good. I don't want to say he looks badass, because... But Steve is looking good. No, DC, DC, would get, DC would get the wrong idea if we said he looked badass. Yeah. <laughs> But I think the dating between her and Clark is over because all she does is talk about Steve now. All she does so is look at Steve. I mean, the one issue she was staring straight at his butt and like they came together texting. and talk and yeah, and Clark's like yeah, and, mm-hmm. and her and her thoughts are all about oh Steve, Steve, oh Steve. <laughs> so you know she's got. So we've got Grail and her and Kilabak, Kilabak or whatever his name is, uh, is fighting. Even though they're okay, is Kilabak actually High Father's son? Yes. Okay, so they're cousins. Yes. Yeah, they're cousins. Even though he was raised by Darkseid because of the Switch Rooney. Right. Or, or is is Orion High Father's son? That's the one they swapped. I get so confused. Yeah, Orion, Orion, no. Orion is Darkseid's son, raised by High Father. Orion, okay, Orion is Darkseid's son, and Mr. Miracle is High Father's son? Uh, I don't know. I always thought he was human, but now in in New 52, I think they changed that. Did did Kilobak just crawl out of one of Darkseid's affairs? Probably. I mean, Grail. I mean, look at Grail. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Killebeck is High Father's son being raised by Darkseid. I'll have to Google that. Okay. I don't know Kalibak much about this. In, okay, you got Killebeck, who is High Father's son, and Orion, who is Darkseid's son. We're switched over to, 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 to maintain the peace. Of course, that lasted an hour and a half, maybe. And then Grail <laughs> is Darkseid's daughter. So actually she's fighting her cousin because Darkseid and Highfather are brothers. Right. Okay, gotcha. So confused. It's a mm-hmm. family affair. Okay. <laughs> um, at, least John, yeah, at least John writes about family. I mean, even if it is kind of weird. 
So okay, let's yeah. see if I can find anything. So, Darkseid is fighting the Anti-Monitor, is that correct? Yes. All right, and yep. so, at one point, Darkseid okay. is... Okay, I got it. Killerback is the firstborn son of Darkseid and Suli. Suli, his mother, is killed by Dussard, acting on orders from Killerback's grandmother, Queen Higara. Right. So really? he Killerback yeah, Killerback is Darkseid's firstborn son. Okay. And then Orion was after him? Right. Uh yeah. Uh Killerback is often pitted against Orion. Uh this fuels Killerback's hatred of Orion to new levels. Darkseid clearly values Orion as his firstborn son. Uh Blah, 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 because Orion is obviously better looking, uh, more powerful, as opposed to Killerback, who is, you know, he looks sort of monsterish. Yeah. Um, Killerback is often put down even further because of the fact that he fails a lot. Shane. Right. (laughs) Does it say Orion was raised by High Father? No, no. Orion was uh, raised by Darkseid. But he's always been a good guy. No. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read okay, about that's Orion. Okay, that's the New Fifty Two we're talking. Orion. Do no, no, no. This is no, no, no. This isn't the New Fifty Two. This is Jack Kirby's New Gods. Yeah. Okay. 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 Wikipedia. Fictional character biography. Number one. Okay. Okay. Orion, according to Jack Kirby's New Gods, is the second son of Darkseid. Right. Half brother of Killerback. Right. As a child, Orion was traded with Scotch Free. Um to maintain peace between New Genesis and Apocalypse. Okay. So, so, so Scott is, Scott, Mr. Miracle is um, High Father's son. Did, but he was, yeah. he was raised on Apocalypse. And then Orion yeah. was Darkseid's son, raised by High Father. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Okay. There we go. There we go. We got that settled. Got that title. And that's Jack Kirby's mythology, so don't go messing with that. That's that's the the one. Don't go read New Fifty Two. Uh yeah. So, um What am I doing here? Oh, I'm looking in the wrong place. Duh. Okay. Um, so we've got anti monitor attacking is that yeah, Dark Side, who kinda looks like didn't that remind you of uh, uh, Darth Vader <laughs> from, you know. Anyway, so yeah. Monitor says, your existence I think somebody, I think, I think Jeff Johns was inspired by the new Star Wars movie coming out. Or he wants to get some of that Star Wars action that's always beaten him in the order numbers. 
<laughs> um, yeah. The anti-monitor says your existence must end for mine to be renewed. Oh, that's bad news, right? Mm. So, oh, I don't know. So then on Apocalypse, we've got Superman, who's basically the negative of a photo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Colorless, you know, it's not like he's changed much. So... The solar energy in the pits have recharged him, mm-hmm. as Lex had thought. And uh, so he's quipping, you know, yeah, you're bald head, you know, this kind of stuff. And so Lex says, you know, the parodies are coming. And he goes, that's taking <laughs> care of what to do next. Okay. And so Lex's like, we got to get off Apocalypse and go back to Earth. And he's like, do we? Why don't we finish our <laughs> earlier conversation? What is this? A walk in the park, Clark? He is. He said, even if I lost my powers, I wouldn't be human. That I'd never be. I suppose biologically that's true. We're very different, you and I. Now, take now, for example. I can see the perspiration on your skin. Yeah, we know this. I can hear your heartbeat quicken and your digestion stop. I can smell your adrenal gland producing cortisol, really. Yeah. You're afraid. Oh, he says, or preparing for a fight. And he says, a fight? What fight would that be, Luther? You and I? Do you honestly believe you've ever really stood a chance against me? You've only come close before for one reason. I held back. You cannot fight it anymore. Okay, so he's going after Lex, you know, full tilt, right? Okay, so, like, John's really... So I mm-hmm. suppose... It, it didn't it say something in Solitz that... Lex would save Superman. Something like that. I have no yeah, idea what's going so on. Because, because these books... In. Because Justice League is going to split into six books. And... Eh. I don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah. So, supposedly, I suppose, Lex will pull a rabbit out of his hat and change Mr. Negative Photo back into a color version. Yeah, you know what Lex, can, Lex can, is going to say? What would Lois say, Clark? No, he's not, because they is, see, that's not even, it's not even in the New 52 mythology. You know, Lois Lois is just a speed bump along the way to boredom. (laughs) So, then we have Scott Free. Where's Barda? Um, and... Trevor's doing his thing. And then we have, what's her name? Power Ring? Jessica. Yeah. She's trying to fight these people. Of course, she's going to, and her ring's telling her, you're going to die. Because <laughs> then I die. Okay. So, Dark Side's fighting. Um, and, of course, Grail's mom's there. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, so he's summoning somebody. Oh, it's the Black Racer. And I'm sitting there going, okay, is this like the Silver Surfer? What is this? I had the exact same reaction. I was like, who the F is the Black Racer? Is he the Silver Surfer of the DC Universe? I mean, look at it. Okay, so he's got skis instead of a surfboard, but okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? 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 The Black so Racer? Then- Killebeck says, death is here. Okay, and so, of course, 
you know, Jessica's dying, and Ring's laughing at her. Whatever. And then, um, who is that that yells, kill them? Oh, that must be a parademon that can talk? Yeah, a parademon that can talk. Mm-hmm. That happened. And then, of course, you know, Mr. F- you know, Pyramid Fingers is there. And <laughs> they're, I don't know, him and Jordan are trying to figure out something. I don't know. And so, uh, the anti monitor apparently built the Mobius chair. Or, or mm-hmm. did he? Yeah, okay. no. Yeah. Yeah. And... So there's something forbidden down there. Mm, the forbidden knowledge. Yeah. So Darkseid and Antimonitor Mobius are fighting. And so Darkseid's like, my daughter lied to you. Well, she's your kid. And then <laughs> your pa- your painful existence is over. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. And, of course, Batsy's saying, I see the beginning of our universe. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and he goes, free will was at its center. The white light from where everything came splintered into existence, gods and men. But what sat rotting in the center of the anti-matter universe, what was the source of its creation? And Jordan goes, it's down there. Of course, it's a big giant pit from hell. And Bat says, it was until Mobius unleashed it. It changed him into what he is, the living embodiment. Darkseid doesn't know. Dun, dun, dun. So then Flash tries to do his thing. Well, that's forget that. So it says, death needs a host. Well, of course, Flashy's flying toward the Black Racer, a.k.a. Silver Surfer. Um <laughs> And, of course, he, you know, runs right through the speedster. Big splash page of that. And Batsy says, I had to be here to see, to understand, to discover Mobius was the first to find it. He touched it. And Jordan's like, what the hell are you talking about? What was here? I love how. We are all basically saying what hell is this? (laughs) Thank you, Hal. What is going on? So, Mobius says, I know your one weakness. And then the black racer says, a voice telling me, they must die. He must stop screaming. Okay. And then Diana yells Flash. And then Bruce thinks, you know more than anyone. Our universe was founded on free will, Jordan. Well, not so much anymore nowadays, but yes. Nope. (laughs) But originally, yes. If they bring back free will to a strong will for Clark would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bat says, but this, the antimonitor universe, there is no free will here. There is only the opposite. His tyrannical rule. Thank you. And so, Bowie says, I was changed into this because I held what you want. I am forever bound to it, whatever that means. And then, like, the Silver Surfer, Black Racer guy comes running. The anti-life equation is in my veins. Oh, gosh. Too bad, dark side, that you found it in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, it's affecting everybody. Um. So 
including negative photo clark. <laughs> um, it says the gods are scared because a god is dead, and then you know they're all like Calabac screaming, "Father!" And this world erupts, <laughs> buildings fall, the energy explodes from him like blood shooting into the sky. It goes silent. Okay, that was Diana's words of wisdom there. Then I hear laughter. Okay. And that must be from the anti-monitor, I guess. And the name of the chapter is The Death of Dark Side. Dun, dun, dun. So much for the dark side was. Yeah, so much. Well, it was well written. I'll give it that much. But yeah, well written, well drawn, well paced. Yes. But, you know, my heart's not in it because we got photo-negative Clark. Oh, that's what? Ooh, We're going to do know, something amazing with Superman. We're going to make him dark. Oh, shit. We've been doing that every other day. You know, <laughs> my heart wasn't in it because I don't have this emotional connection to Darkseid. I don't either. Oh, whoop de doo he, He's dead. Shame. Oh, he's fighting the Animonitor. Yeah, okay. No, I we do found like the, the anti-life t- equation. <laughs> yeah, but it was in the wrong place. Um, I do like Bruce contemplating free will. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. That'd be a nice little thing to contemplate. Just bringing in some good stuff there, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. Hey, boys and girls, and now, um, you want to do Grayson? Yeah, let's do Grayson. Okay. And the reason we're doing Grayson is not because of great butt shots, but because, well, the guy that's between <laughs> Clark Kent and Superman, whatever he is. This is uh, the Grayson Annual number two. Super Spy meets Superman. Okay. And Dick's got better hair than Clark. So, Dick got everything than Clark. Yeah, right. Clark has everything taken away from him. Yeah, really. So they show Batman and Robin uh, together working side by side, and this is before he became Nightwing and died and then became worked for Spiral. Um, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. The whole what? history of Dick Grayson, the whole history of Dick Grayson, in a matter of five years, he has become Dick Grayson, the Flying Grayson, he then became Robin, he then became Nightwing, he then became Batman, he then became Nightwing again, and the New 52, yes. He became Batman in the New 52? Oh, yeah, because he worked with, um, and if you look at the previous issue of Grayson, Uh they even have it there with him working with uh, Damien. Okay, but that's all so, pre-52 stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just throw it in there because, you know what, it's Batman. Batman gets uh, everything. Okay, and, okay. But this is our big problem with this book because yes. it relies heavily on pre-52 mythology, which has yeah. never been introduced into the new 52. Nope. It relies heavily on books that came out in 2000 and something. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's not New 52. Right. Because Dick was never Batman in the New 52. Uh, 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 no, according to the New 52, if you go and look at Nightwing number one, he was Batman. Is this because of Flashpoint and... Well, they had to hurry up and finish that story before the New 52 started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I'm still continuing the history of Dick Grayson that he managed to do in five years. Okay, go for um, it. So, he was Batman. He mm-hmm. then became Nightwing again. Mm-hmm. He got killed in Forever Evil. Yes. And he now became a super spy. And now he's back again. You know, he's bouncing between Super Spy and being in Gotham and who knows. Yeah, Dick Drayson, busy boy. Hmm? Well, Batman had five Robins in five years. Yep, yep, five Robins in five years. What is this, Toss Away Robin Week? What? (laughs) I have no idea. This is how well planned this New 52 was. Well, we're yeah, not giving up anything yeah. on Batman. You can just take everything away from Superman. Okay, fine. So, Clarky shows up in his suit. Yeah. Okay, so we're still in the past because they're chasing that big block guy, whatever. Blockbuster? Blockbuster, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's like I'm Dick Grayson's big, that like, that's like Dick Grayson's big major hero, uh, villain, sorry. Um, everything you see, you know, Nightwing and Oracle, you battled Blockbuster, and Blockbuster keeps coming back, and, yeah. He's like a major Nightwing villain. Oh, that's nice. Um, so, uh, Clark is in Gotham? To take out Blockbuster. Right. You must remember the age difference here, according to the New 52, between Clark and Dick is about five years. Really? Really, yeah. So Dick at 22 is more mature than 27-year-old Clark. Listen, Dick Grayson at 22 is taking off his shirt to make a shelter for a baby in the middle of the desert and giving the baby his his only his the last few drops of his water just so that this child can survive. When everybody else says, You cannot do it, he says, I have hope and I have faith that I can do this. Clark so that's Dick that. Grayson compared to Clark Kent in the New Fifty Two. Super loser. Okay, so he does punch Blockbuster, and Bats is there. I don't know, he needed Clark to take him out? Really? No, and not really, but anyway. Whatever. And so they we start out with this thing where Clark says to Dick as Robin, nice work, Red, and he gets back at you, Blue. Yeah. This is not the first time anyone's called him Blue in the New 52. Mm-hmm. Right? Red, no, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Um, oh, Lana. Vanessa? 
Lana, Lana called in blue. Uh, you know, savior of worlds, and he called her bitch. So. Oh, so this is standard line he just does, you know, I'll call you red, you call me blue. I'm surprised you didn't call Diana red. I'm surprised you didn't. (laughs) You're just like, (laughs) you know, she wears red too. What is that thing she says? Screams? Um, What is it? She screams? Oh, breaking point. Breaking point. Oh, good. Look at breaking point. Okay. You call so, me red. <laughs> Don't no, look like a tomato to you, cock. <laughs> yeah. So, Ooh. yeah, you're a tomato. That's from the 40s, honey. Um, so, Robin thinks Superman is cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Batman says Superman is unknown cool quantity potentially he's even a reliability we do best to be wary around him okay so well basically they're telling us that bruce doesn't trust clark ever oh they got a book together but you know whatever (laughs) and so robin says okay this is going to be said a lot in this book between the blue and the red this is the other thing what a liability he's he's just a guy And so Batman, who must be older than the hill, says, no, he's young. He's untrained. <laughs> he has the powers of a god, and he's not human like me or like you, Dick. He's most certainly not just a god. Of course, Clark's talking to Commissioner Gordon and some of the cops. Okay, and so yet he doesn't recognize him in the big, big blue bunny outfit. Okay, whatever. Um, And the name of the story is... Just a guy. Just a guy. Okay. Let me just get this out straight. What bothered me about this story is, okay, with all that's going on in reality, in the real world, and in the panels, mm-hmm. just a guy probably isn't the best thing to be doing. Okay. It's the whole... To, it's... Mind you, of dude, bro. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. I make mistakes. I'm just a guy, you know, which I don't think is their intention. I think they want no, to bring no. back. I honestly, the, yeah. I honestly think it was just the intentions to. Uh, yes or no? Would 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 Tim and uh, Tim Seeley and Tom King, huge huge Superman fans, right? Right, exactly. And they and they love this interaction between. Dick and Superman from pre fifty two, and that's what they wanted to do. Right, um, and just um, just a guy. They mean he's just human, like right, exactly, like all of us. They get that. They get well. That. The problem is, is that they're bringing in all this pre fifty two stuff, which mm-hmm. hasn't occurred in the new fifty two, and we've been ba- no. basically told that we'd never see it again ever. Okay, and so that's what's really screwing up my brain. And the other thing is like, okay, on Smallville, when they would talk to people about Tom Welling portraying Clark, they said, Clark, Tom plays Clark like he's just a guy. You know, he just happens to have superpowers. And it kind of endeared you because, you know, Clark was just, you could see he was just a guy who happened to have superpowers. 
And I think that's probably what they're trying to bring out here. But every time they said just a guy, it would grate on me. Because And mm-hmm. plus they brought all the pre-52 stuff in, and I'm like, okay, are they trying to Band-Aid the new 52 and the DCYOU? I mean, this is an annual, but I'm thinking, okay, it's too little too late now, and you, it really made me think that they were it was a dependence of using the pre-52 mythology, bringing it back and, you know, saying, and pulling at our heartstrings because these are the relationships that we remember and adore. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had them in the new 52. And it was right. kind of like a backhanded slap. Um, for me, in a, in a lot of ways, I'm like, if they say just a guy one more time, I'm going to rip and rip somebody's head off. <laughs> because it's it because this is the new 52. We have been bombarded with dude bro. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. And it was hard for me to enjoy this for what you know they should have put on here. We love the pre 52, and then I could have read it and I thought it was great. But this being an annual in the new 52 regime, just really kind of like, okay, they're depending on pre-52 too much. Yeah. Because Grayson is in continuity, supposedly. Right? Right, right, right. So, I don't know. What are your feelings about it? Because, you know, I, um, I, I I thought Tim was a good guy, and I thought, okay. But I just couldn't understand why he was depending on this pre-52 stuff, so. Yeah, well, it's, it's, um. Did I lose you again? Hello? She's lost. So I guess we're back to the present. Um, Dick has joined Spiral, and he's a spy now. He's not Nightwing anymore. Um, Because his his identity was revealed. Uh, Dick Grayson was Nightwing. Okay. And then they killed him. Lex Luthor killed him. Okay. It happened in Justice League. And then they, they got the... The Grayson book out, and now he's a spy for Spiral. Okay. And he puts this thing in his eyeball. As though creepy stuff in eyeballs I don't like. So, um, so he's, um, he's Agent 37. And he's going after somebody. And so he takes a flight off a building, like he used to, as Nightwing. And then he, he's bouncing around, and then... Um, Super Dude Bro catches in midair. Okay, hold on. I gotta get Tej back. Tej! Hi. Hi. That, that was the Wi Fi that cut out. I don't know what happened. Oh, well, you're kind of in a tunnel. No, no, I'm just in the kitchen getting some water. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> um, so. So Dick is bouncing off buildings and Super Dude Bro, Super Loser, comes flying in or jumping in because he can't fly. Remember, he can't fly. Clark can't have power. He says, I've got you. I'm sure things seem tough, but this isn't the answer, man. Now, this is very reminiscent of what? Um, This is actually a comic that actually happened. Um, This is 
Um, I can't remember the exact comic I had it written down. I don't know where I put it. But this is Dick Grayson's and Superman's first meeting um, when he left after Robin, right? Yeah. And well, after he got fired as being Robin, which was in Nightwing Annual or Robin yeah, Annual, I can't remember. Nightwing, Nightwing Year One, sorry, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what happens is. Dick Grayson gets fired as being Robin, right? And right. so he goes looking around for inspiration because he cannot leave the life he once had as Robin behind. And he ends up going to Metropolis, and this is the exact same meeting. Right. To the T, you know, he, uh, Superman thinks uh, this guy is committing suicide, and he's like oh, this is not the way, this is, you know, you can do something else. It's also straight out of the pages of All-Star Superman, where he's like, you know, you you don't have to do this, and that sort of thing, there's always another way. Um, but yeah, getting back to, before I got cut off, if yeah. you don't mind me just finishing. No, go for it. Um, I was very uh, hurt, I would say, is the word that they would have just used the pre-52. I was angry. Let's, uh, a lot of emotions. <laughs> right. Um, because they took this for granted that the people who are reading Grayson are a lot of the people who used to read Nightwing. I'm reading Grayson. I read Nightwing. Right? And a big story from Nightwing, the creation of Nightwing, Right. Was was him meeting Superman and Superman inspiring him to become Nightwing. Yeah. Um and this happened pre fifty two, right? Oh yeah. And the whole thing that I don't like uh, this is a very, let me just let me just give this let me, I love the Grayson team. I think they uh understand a lot of what the fans want. Yep. And they are fan service to the T. And I think they get characterization and they get that Grayson needs to, to, to be a person of heart. Like I was just talking about, you know, right. Grayson taking off his shirt for a baby, you know? Right. And... He is a person of heart. And what I don't appreciate is them taking a Superman who does not have heart, who does not have history, who does not have anything, and making him that pre-52 Superman. Yeah. And relying on that pre-52 story and just sort of suckering it into the story. Right. And that's what I didn't appreciate. Um, it was a sweet story. It was, you know, uh, typical of their writing, which is full of heart and full of... I, I still I still say the two best comics that are coming out of DC right now mm-hmm. is, is Grayson and Bombshells. Right. Ah. Bombshells, I, I would recommend to anybody because Marguerite just gets all these characters and 
what they're all about, and she just makes them really powerful women. And Grayson gets something that I have been searching for in comics for so long. It gets the whole heart and the whole, the whole, Grayson's just a nice guy. You know, Dick Grayson has always just been that nice guy who, yes, he makes some mistakes somewhere, but at the end of the day, he cares about everybody. He thinks with his heart first, and he leaps in, literally, with his heart, not his head. Right. He is not Batman. He is not Batman. He yeah. is the polar opposite of what Batman is. Yes, well, he so is. Batman's in- got that part covered, and so he had to do something else. Yeah, he's, he's incredibly intelligent to the point right. where he can keep up with Batman better than any of the other Robins, right? Right. Um, but at the end of the day, he's, he's what Superman is to Batman. In 352, I'm talking about, uh, where he was the other side of the world's finest. You know, everybody says, right. Batman and Superman are like yin and yang. And that's what Dick Grayson was created for. He was created right. to be the light to Batman's dark. And yep. he's always been that. There's never been a situation where that character has ever been dark. Right. And he he isn't dark now either. So, Not in Grayson, yes, no. Uh-uh. No. Oh, in Grayson, no. If if you want a really fun, intelligent spy drama with a superhero twist in their story, I would recommend Grayson. I'd buy Grayson. I don't I don't just, you know, read it or I I buy Grayson on a regular basis. So even with the extreme change in the exchange rate. I buy Grayson. Um, but yeah. If he started dating and, Barbara again, I'd really get it. Oh yeah, if he started dating Barbara again, I would go nuts over that. Um, and oh, the artist who draws Grayson, that, that comic gives me hot flushes. Um, but yeah, um, I understand where they're coming from with the this, this storyline, where they want to give Grayson more heart. But um, Holly is blending there in the background. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, um, I don't appreciate the whole bringing the pre-52 thing into the new 52, where we don't, we did not have the story, you know. It's, it's a, I think it's a sucker punch for Superman fans. I'm actually making popcorn. Um, okay. What it could what it could be is okay, if they get Dick with a heart, then maybe they could get Clark with a heart. But we know that's not going to happen in the current continuity mm-hmm. because they're too busy tearing him down. Yep. You know, they say, "Oh, and then we're going to build him up." When? When? When is the pendulum going to swing the other way? And we've been asking that for how many years now? Five years. Yeah. We've been waiting for the pendulum to swing forever. It's It's stuck there. It's nice that they introduced this little story to, quote, unquote, new future readers, but it's not doing Superman any good because he's stuck Mm -mm. under the morally corrupt regime in the supergroup right now. Right. 
So I think that's what PO'd me, you know. And to have this example of super loser doing that. Right. And you know, people who are reading Grayson, who are following Grayson, um, are now going to say, oh, so Superman's, you know, this sort of um, moral core to Dick Grayson. Let me go read that. They're going to go and re- pick up action, uh, Superman and the four man, and they're going to say, huh? Yeah, because he's a loser. Yeah. A super loser. A super dick it's loser. It's a bait and switch. Yeah. And that, you know, it goes back to the same argument we've always had. Superman is Superman in every other comic except the ones that are his main books. Yeah, they have to have him be pre-52 Superman personality in order for their stories to work. Right. But in his own books, he's super loser. Right. Like Superman, even in the suit, would not have fist bumped Dick Grayson. He would have picked him up by the scruff of his neck and thrown him somewhere. Yeah. Because that's what he's done, people. Yeah, his first quote-unquote save of Lois, he had her by the scruff of the neck. Mm-hmm. She saved his butt like four or five times before that, but he has to hold her by the scruff of the neck. Why? Because he's a super loser. He's a dick. That's why. He's, he's a, a guy. She's, he's a guy and she's a girl. He's just Ew, a guy. Well, you know, I sympathize with guys who actually love Superman and want to, you know, bring out the best in him. But mm-hmm. you've got to do a heck of a lot of foundation work. If you're going to put that in there, at you know, and, oh, it's gone. Because as soon as anybody goes and reads a Superman book, they're going, well, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. I've had him over here in Grayson, and he was great, and now he's this? You know. Right. Yeah. It's not fair. It's not fair. No, you know? it and isn't. I, You know, why can't we have real Superman in continuity? In his book. And we all know the reason. Yeah, in his book. Why can't we? And we know the answer to that. It's because they don't like Superman over there in the Superman group. Anybody Mm -hmm. above a creator. The irony. The irony. The people in charge of Superman doesn't like Superman and what he originally stood for. Yeah. Yeah. So he and so everybody else, yeah, everybody else wants, you know, real Superman in their comics, except the Superman group. Well, I guess it's true. You're not going to get real Superman while Berganza's Superman group editor. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Because he doesn't know what it is to be Superman. No, he don't want to super, be Superman be better than him. True. Now, 
you know, if as soon as they have Clark, you know, grabbing women's boobs and stuff and sticking his tongue down their throat without permission, then I think we might get something, but it won't be real Superman. Right. And then Clark actually hugs the, uh, Dick, so. Wow. Yeah, the the guy with the T-shirt who was like, yeah. you betrayed me, Diana. You betrayed me, Lois. Wait. Eye for an eye. Um, yeah. Why does uh, Dick have a Google symbol on his chest? <laughs> it's supposed to be um, <laughs> a spiral symbol. Should not be an F? No, no, they have this, like, um, weird symbol, uh, like um, like a net or something. I don't know. It, it's weird. It, this is not the same artist that's on Grayson, so I gave him a pass. Okay. Is it the same writer? Same writer, yes. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. So, Dick says, so both Dick and Clark have had their secret identities breached. Mm-hmm. The guys with the most heart, of course, get their secret identities outed because, you know. Yep. You can't have characters with heart. That might ruin oh, the whole cool. badass feel they want to go for. Yeah. You didn't see Dick Grayson complaining about his life, though. I mean, he died. Oh, yeah, but he still knew that Bruce was behind him. I mean, Clark's shoving away Lois. We've never seen him and Lois. That relationship has never been developed, and then they made this whole betrayal thing. Mm-hmm. And somehow they thought that was going to work. I don't think they think at all. I think No. Whatever. So, he wants to know where his, his uniform is. He says, my powers were overloading... Well, you were addicted, remember? And I found <laughs> out that I could cause a giant starburst. Now they're calling it starburst. <laughs> but no one, not even Cyborg or Batman, could tell me why. And then my power started to fade. Well, actually, Clark, Batman did tell you, give you the down low on the whole deal. Yeah, he's like, don't use it. It's all dangerous. So I got a motorcycle and a T-shirt, and, and then he sighs. And we're all like, yeah, Clark, we're sighing too, babe. <laughs> so now we got, oh, so Hoarder Root's in this thing. So, you know, I still don't know how Hoarder Root got a hold of my secret identity. Do you think Spiral? And then Dick's like, I mean, maybe though it'd mean they'd lose some of their advantage. I can check for you when I get back. And Clark, that'd be great, man. The lives of superheroes, huh? You're not super anymore, Clark. And then Dick goes, yeah, lives. They don't have a life in the New 52. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not even sure that that's the right word for it. Yeah, because you guys have nothing. You're just battling aliens. Shut up. So Dick invites him to go get a Kogi. He goes, <laughs> wait. Did you hear that? And so, of course, we've got villains. Villains! Villains! So apparently there's points for getting Superman and Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. Point. Oh, whoopee. And so they do their thing. Clark without his powers, of course. Um, Let's see. I'm going through pages of fight, 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 fight. Yeah, it's basically a, a whole lot of fight in the middle. Yeah. Clark doesn't wait for the missile to hit him. He hits it first. So that's how he mm-hmm. commissions that. Yeah, he's not bulletproof, but he's missile-proof. Well, no, he did hit it first, though. Listen, if I hit a missile, <laughs> it would explode. Way. It would explode. I would die. So they crash a party, which they didn't want to do because they didn't want lives of innocence. I mean, they didn't. Did they actually come out to say that? But that's they were like, "Oh no, too many people around. You don't want to be, you know, have the bad." Well, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson says that, <laughs> not Superman. Right. So they're still talking about their quote-unquote lives, and um, and so. Clark um, oh, Clark says, you can take my ride. And, of course, Dick goes, nice. So, which bike is this? Is this the one Alfred gave him? No? Yes? Maybe? Yes, yes. This is the one Alfred gave him. And so Dick's like, I, I hope you're call- calling this the super cycle. He says, I stopped naming them. They don't seem to last very long, so I can't get a tash. Whatever, Clark. So so they take off, right? Mm-hmm. They mentioned something about the Joker fighting Bruce and Batman 636. So on, they're on this bridge, and they're going down the road because the road's been closed, of course. And more fighting, uh, fighting, 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 fighting. Meanwhile, they're, you know, doing the... Uh, apparently, they named somebody Flesher. Oh, nice. Um, fighting, fighting, fighting. Girl falls off the motorcycle. Um, uh, fighting, fighting, fighting. One of those. Kind of a Mad Max thing. Mm-hmm. So, apparently they were stealing superpowers or something. I don't know. And so... Clark says, woo, good girl, Lana. So he named the motorcycle Lana this time. Mm-hmm. Not going to laugh. I'm so long. impressed. So impressed by that. Yeah. But apparently the previous one was named Vroomy. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, Lana's so much shorter than Savior of World. <laughs> So Dick says, Clark, I need you to say goodbye to Atlanta. And so they use the motorcycle 
as a weapon, which he did before. And what mm-hmm. one was it? Batman, Superman? Batman, Superman, the first one in the truth arc. Mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Clark has to catch Dick again. Dick Dick has to catch, yeah, Dick catches Clark. (laughs) And then. Oh. And then. Oh, yeah. Like a trapeze thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, everybody would have wanted to be in that position. I'm just saying. Stick Drayson. Yeah. And he said, tells Clark that the in, in your arms thing is kind of emasculating. Mm-hmm. Now, in the previous story, it was similar to this. Did he say something about Lois? Because Clark was married to Lois then. Right. Um, Clark is carrying him in his arms like he would Lois, you know. And he's like, you want to put me down before you start calling me Lois? So. Yeah. Apparently the guys bring that up quite a bit. So, um, so they're going to one of Batman's safe houses. Of course, he's only got a bajillion of them in Gotham City. It's a wonder Gotham has any buildings left. Um, so Clark hears them, right? Hello. Hello. Are you there? Your Wi-Fi going out again? Um, so, he hears the baddies coming, and his powers go in and out now that he's lost his powers. It's like, one minute he doesn't have any powers, the next minute, you know, oh, yeah, he needs to hear them. Here, he can hear them. So, they need a plan. Clark had wrote the uh, Blockbuster's profile when he was investigating at the Daily Planet. Wow, that must have been like a whole ten minutes. Right, we'll get Tej back. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you, I heard you uh, say hello, and I was like, oh, she's losing her Wi-Fi. Yep, yep. <laughs> I think it's um, heating up because it's getting quite hot here, so. Ooh. Yeah. We have, we have too. a... We have a heat wave warning. Oh. It's like mm. the 50s here. Yeah, like for the whole week, so. Um, so, they're more or anyway. less on their own. And then, while they're waiting, Dick brings up how he got named Nightwing, which happened in the other book, right? Right, this is 352. This is a 352 story. And it's because? Well, it's because there's no building, there's no relationship between them. So they have to steal from the 352. They have to rely on that whole 352 relationship because there was no relationship ever shown or ever formed between Superman and Nightwing. Right, um, what's happened in that five-year gap? That mysterious five-year gap, yeah, where Superman was completely different. He 
he cared about Lois. He he apparently was a hero that the people looked up to, and I don't know. Yeah. And he became super loser. I think the the five year gap will now be called the Priest of D two. <laughs> Because that's what happened. That's what happened. They took all the pre fifty two stuff and shoved it in the five year gap. So Clark and Lois were married. Clark and Lois were married in the five year gap. Ooh, that's harsh. Okay, so you want to read that middle panel when Dex talking Mm. about? He told me about how the Nightwing job. Oh yeah, well I I know the the whole story of Nightwing and and Swingbird. Um well, in this particular book. Right, right, right. Uh I just have to look for it. Da, 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 da. Blockbuster. Da, 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 da. Okay, there we go. Uh hello, zoom in. <laughs> you told me about how the Nightwing's job was to rebuild what the Flamebird destroyed including himself, to be reborn and start new. And I thought, man, a legend that would inspire a bunch of people, like Superman must be pretty awesome, right? So I took that name and thought maybe it, it gives me some, some of its power, its legend. But the truth is, I'm no legend. I'm not Batman. I can't build something from scratch. I'm a trapeze artist, an actor, and just a guy. So, so uh, Clark realizes they have to do something, so he's going to call Lex Luthor. Yeah, <laughs> desperate times. Desperate times call for desperate measures. And Lex Luthor is the one that killed Dick. He goes, no yep. way. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a real dick move from Superman. I was like, what even? Not really. Like, poor Dick Grayson. Poor Dick Grayson has been emotionally bruised by Lex Luthor more than you have because Lex Luthor physically killed him. Yeah. And he tortured him, you know. He he was a first tortured by um, Superwoman, right? From yeah, the concept of that. Hey, she's giving birth to a whole new universe. I don't know, it's popping out of there. Um, and she was first, he was first, uh, you know, publicly humiliated and um, beaten up and, and all tortured and all that sort of thing by Superwoman. And then to add to that, he was tortured and humiliated by Lex Luthor again. And then he was finally killed by Lex Luthor. Somehow Batman brought him... That wasn't really explained how Batman brought him back to life, but, you know, he's Batman. He brought him back to life. Yeah, Batman just stood in front of him and said, I'm Batman, and came back to life. Yeah, basically. He's like, you're going to live, you're going to die, you dick. I haven't said you can die. I'm and Batman. Came, oh. I'm Batman. Wake up. <laughs> so he woke up. Because <laughs> it's all about Batman. If Forever Evil was all about Batman, yes. I will never forget Steve Trevor. <laughs> I know. I'm like, are you kidding me? I just read six books waiting for this moment, and Batman has to do that. Mm, I will never forget about that. 
And so basically, it was Batman's moment again, bringing back Dick Grayson from the dead. And, yeah, and I thought that was pretty harsh of Superman calling up Lex Luthor. I mean, Dick Grayson has beaten Blockbuster before. Dick Grayson is pretty awesome. You know, he could have done something else. And what does Super Loser do? Super Loser gives up and calls Lex Luthor, who's probably going to call in a favor for helping them right. later on down the line. And it's probably going to backfire on Dick, not so much Batman. I mean, Superman. Well, it should help Clark because Lex doesn't believe he's truly Superman anyway, so mm-hmm. he's still going to think he's a big faker if he can't figure out something to do. Right. Well, so, Clark says, you have to trust me, Dick, really, with your track record. But Dick says, I do, Clark, about anything else, but I've changed, Clark. Yeah, we've all changed, Dick. When we first met you, me, and Bruce, it was clear to me that Bruce picked you for a reason to be different than him. Be the light to his dark, the trust to his suspicion. This is Clark talking to Dick. He says, you say you've been undercover working with spies and backstabbers and liars, but I refuse to get to believe that world got the better of you, Dick. So he remembers that Superman is, that man says, it's certainly not just a guy. Oh, my. And so Clark calls Lex, of course. Because it's all about Bruce, it's all about Superman, and now it's all about Lex. Mm-hmm. And so he gives him the coordinates. And he knows that Dick works for Spiral. And, okay, what are we doing? He's threatening him with killing him. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I think Lex Luthor and Dick Grayson meet in Grayson. And, you know, Grayson's obviously got his um, hypernose things on. But Lex Lex Luthor recognizes him by his bum. He's like, I'd know that ass anywhere. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, still accusing Clark of being a phony. <laughs> so, again, Clark says, nice work, Fred, and he gets back at you, Blue. Okay, well, whatever. He bows rule, and so now we have two Batman. We have Big Blue Bunny Gordo Batman, I am. And he's putting Blockbuster away. Mm-hmm. And so Clark's going, I hope Luther liked the show. Why? Who cares? And so Dick says, you you did good, man. I've been doing this without powers for a long time, and I think you're doing going to do fine. Even without the super, you live up to the name. You're still a legend. Really? 
legendarily losing. He goes, I lost my powers. You're a spy. Bruce is an amnesiac. Legends don't change. Us, we're all just guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Dick's got to go report in at Qatar. And um, Clark says, I hitch ride on planes now. <laughs> and so Dick says, how about a jump to the airport? And he says, are you going to make it weird again? He goes, when it is not weird. When is it not weird? Oh, these are such good, good brood, do brood. He said, you know, I was proud when they took, when you took the name Nightwing. And now a little part of me is kind of sad you gave it up. The great rebuilder, the catalyst of change. Well, maybe that's what he's supposed to be for Clark, but I doubt it because, you know, Clark's under moral corruption, so. Internally reborn to start anew, but then I think maybe there's a more appropriate name for that title now, Grayson. No, isn't that clever? Well, Grayson is more of a legend than Superman, so. Yeah. Right now, yeah. Anybody's a bigger legend than Superman. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. I like this book for Dick. um, Right. As a Grayson fan. As a Dick Grayson fan. I liked it for him. As a Superman fan, I felt sucker punched. Right. I agree. I was like, oh, Clark and, and Dick together. And then it was... Just a guy. And I'm like, uh-huh. That's not what I mm-hmm. need to hear right now. But, okay. And she's Ed? like, just us guys here. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, uh, I don't think that was the uh, writer's intention. Right. Because he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. And, you know, he doesn't seem like the whole dude bro type of guy. Because right. let's admit it, let's admit it, Dick Grayson's boss has been woman all along, so Right. You know, they're very pro feminist and stuff. Um, right. And I mean yeah, if you read Grayson this past week, with him and, and Bob's there and that the whole splash page that they gave us um, <laughs> so beautiful. Um, I haven't read that. I have to get it. Oh, you need to you just just go read that page. Just go read that page. It's so pretty. It's so beautiful. Uh-huh. And and yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't think that they're, they're that type of guys. Right. I don't think that's how they wanted just a guy to come off. I think I it, they just wanted it to be. They're just human. Right. At the end of the day. Um, but yeah. Unfortunately because we've been sullied by the Superman group and the Superman stories, that's how we right. see it. Right. But yeah, it's a good read for for Grayson fans. Um not so much for Superman fans. Right. Even though I thought they did a Superman story. It's just P fifty two Superman. It's not super loser. Yeah, it's 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 not uh, the Superman we have today. It's pre fifty two Superman. 
The good guy. Okay. Superman 44. Did Aaron Cooter draw the the cover? Yes, I think so. Because that doesn't look like... Yeah, this is supposed to be the one with his broken nose, remember? No, I thought that was next month. Oh, well, they shove multiple covers on multiple months, so... Yeah, I was 45. Because Um, on the DC app, on the DC app for comics, mm -hmm. they have the one with the broken nose as the cover, so... For 44? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I'll take a picture and show it to you. Oh, well, that's okay. I believe you. Because <laughs> um, originally this had like the... What number was it? 41, 42? That's just it. Superman covers? You don't know whether they're going to be on it. No. Like, we yeah. didn't know Lois was going to be on the cover until the, we got the previews three days right. before. right. Because it had Super Flare on the Justice League thing. Mm, wanking off in front of the Justice League. Yeah. So, supposedly, this is still before Truth, part four, mm. whatever. Yeah. Um, still have Ramita Jr. on pencils. Which oh, no, really- it's... It's it's somebody pretending to be John Romita Jr. on pencils. Well, they were pretty flat. I was like, what? Yeah, it, you know what? I think it's it's just remnants of um, what he feels towards the storyline. He's flat. He doesn't feel it. So, well, or the character. Period. Mhm. Go go draw Batman with Ma- Frank Miller, honey. Yeah, let's see how much that sells. Yeah, like that's ever going to happen. I'm going to waste the money. Um, So we have the Royal Flesh Gang. I know we were all waiting with bated breath for that. Oh, I was just like, oh my goodness, the Royal Flesh Gang is going to be in Superman? Oh no, what? Okay. Like dreams come true. Super Loser has had his secret identity revealed, and he still walk around as Clark Kent and going to the Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. Why? Because every brain cell he ever had got fried each time he used that super player. Trying to teach people lessons? I don't know. Because uh, he wanted other people to clean up his mess? I don't know. So, the Royal Flesh Gang find Clark Kent walking along the street. A redesigned Royal Flesh Gang. They're now like 19 grunge. Who cares? I was like, I liked the other ones before. Mm-hmm. The one in, uh, uh, the one with the Joker. Jeff Lowe broke. What was that? Joker something. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Par- when he stole Mixie's powers. Yeah. Um, that was much better than this. Um, so Emperor, does- Emperor Joker. Was it Emperor Joker? Yes, exactly. 
Definitely. Yay. Um, you're good. Um, does Clark have superpowers or not? We don't know. He, you know, he kind of pushes people. Um, he, he punches people with his gorilla arms. That but that's not a fist to... punch. He's like just pushing on them. Like pushing on the yeah, neck. we don't we don't we don't know if he's pushing or, or if he's punching because his arms are so long. They're like you know, know. elastic man, like elongated man, like plastic man. So it's like just like whoosh. Clark doesn't, doesn't really win the battle, even though he's powerless, because there's infighting in the Royal Flush Gang. And they're mm-hmm. taking each other out. I mean, I was sitting there going, Really? So and so Clark has to stop, you know, the infighting, whatever. So she's like, we can't all be faster than speeding bullet Superman. This is how the rest of us protect our own. Am I beating each other up? Okay, fine. <laughs> so, so the cops come, and he thanks the officer. And so he don't know what to call him, Superman, Clark Kent. He says, but I got to... I gotta bring you in for the feds, like that happens. They don't do that. They detain them mm-hmm. for the feds to come and get them, but they don't right. turn you into the feds. Of course, our police are being militarized, so God only knows what's happening now. And so, um, all units are supposed to report to the Daily Planet because they've got a hostage situation. Of course. Clark just left the office, so of course they go and attack him, right? Clark's walking mm-hmm. around with his briefcase. But the Daily Planet's being attacked. All right. Right, and Clark then, we don't know if he has super hearing or what anymore. Because he didn't hear that. All right. So somebody's yelling, oh, oh, Lombard is being tortured by, is that supposed to be Livewire? Uh-huh. Yep. Is she still a she, or is she a shim, or is she a him? Is she supposed to be a she? Because she was in Batgirl a few months back. Oh, okay. Now she She's very voluptuous. She's very wow. voluptuous, and, you know, like the Livewire from the animated series. Right. So, but don't this, know what happened. I don't know either because these people, they looked at the the late 80s punk yes. rock or the late 70s punk rock and decided that would be a good fashion statement. Yeah, what? Frank Miller's Dark Knights. <laughs> oh, jeez. They're all preparing us for the Dark Knight Master Race, <laughs> baby. Uh, so she's got... She, him, I don't know, I can't tell. Um, got Lombard tied up. And, you know, he's like, I'm not even close to him, you know. So, of course, Clark yells at her and says, let him go. Because he just arrived on the elevator. And he's still smoking from what the Royal Flash Gang had done to him. Whatever. So. Red eyes. Clark, Clark is saying stuff like, be helpful, be quiet. I'm like, who is this guy? Um, so she threatens him, threatens Lombard, and Clark says, it'd probably be an improvement. 
And so Lombard card calls him Clarky, and so he grabs a hold of Livewire and tells Lombard to run. I haven't seen him tell somebody to do that in a long time. Mm-hmm. He's got the collar underneath his shirt. Right. So this isn't a job for Superman, obviously. And um, so there's live wire with a bunch of other people. That mm-hmm. just, I don't know if they had a picnic together or what. <laughs> they show up. Um, so she's like, Superman is just really a dweeb named Clark Kent. So the news is on, and apparently General Lane is no longer a senator. Yeah, he's being, I don't know if he lost his job or I don't know how it works. Well, that now he's a general explain. again. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's not explain anything ever. So he's who proud needs of explaining? Lois. Huh? Who needs, who needs explaining on plot points? Or there's a couple of things that happened in this book. I'm like, well, what's that? Where'd that come from? <laughs> so he's proud of Lois for outing Superman as Clark Kent. And she's like... Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, no, and so Superman um, is fighting off these, you know, the people that came to a picnic one day, and <laughs> they don't even have a name. Or you show up some people, you know, <laughs> odd-looking people, and, you know, one looks like a crocodile, and, you know, whatever. And she's like asking her father to send in the troops. He says, don't you worry, I've contacted the local authorities. He'll be brought in soon enough. And He's like, he's going to arrest Superman. And Lois says, please, Dad, he's important to me. He goes, of course, he's the most important news story of the decade, the foreign policy implications alone. She goes, no, not it is a news story. He's important to me as a friend. And so then these two intelligence officers come in, um, and somebody wants to see uh, General Lane right away. And so General Lane tells her, give me a moment. She says, Daddy doesn't have a moment. And what color are Lois's eyes? Brown. Brown with blue? I don't know. It's like brown and like every color conceivable in there, whatever. Rainbow eyeballs. (laughs) The live wire calls him Clarky, and he says, "I I hate it when people call me Clarky. I call him Clarky. Just have to live with it, bud. So, but when I call him, it's a term of endearment. Not, you know, I'm not a villain. So anyway, so Lyware goes off while Clark has her in a chokehold, and then you get the what's the skeleton guy's name? Adam Atomic, Atomic Skull. Atomic Skull. And who's that supposed to be? Is that supposed to be Croc? Killer Croc? I think so, but what's the Batman villain doing this side? I have no idea. And he keeps changing. There he looks like the Hulk. <laughs> no, really. In the next panel, he looks like the freaking Hulk. <laughs> Way to go, Ramita. And he says, he says, 
where are you keeping them? Tell me now. So apparently they have people. He says, you think it's going to be that easy, Clarky? And so then he goes, I told you not to call me Clarky. Oh, whatever. Yeah, it must be Killer Croc because he says, Croc, what were you, mm-hmm. your, okay, whatever. So Killer Croc's in here. I don't know the guy mm-hmm. with the helmet. I don't know who he is. He says, no, I don't. He punches him into the atomic skull. And so he's going you know, like, move, skull, move. Still we see, like, the top of the S. He still hasn't ripped, you know, it's not a job for Superman yet, apparently. And so he tells Killer Croc, where are they, Croc? He says, office at the end of the hall, uh, Mr. Kent. So apparently he's got enough power to punch them, but not enough power to rip his shirt to show his uniform. And he can't hear anything. So... He opens the door, and now his ass is fully exposed, of course. He opens the door to Perry White's office. What is that along the wall? I mean, oh, it must be shutters. And and Jimmy said, see, I told you guys he'd come. Mm-hmm. And so then this other guy shows up. He said, can't remember me. If you want people to remember you, how about losing the mask? He says, I used to work here. I brought you your mail every day. We used to joke around about the Monarchs, remember? Which is a football team. He says, yeah, Dylan mm-hmm. Wright. And he says, let's end this peacefully right now. He says, two months ago, Titano threw a subway train halfway across the city. Everyone on board was killed, including my wife. I was a rat, couldn't hold on to a job. It all seemed so random. And so he shoots at Clark, of course. Until earlier tonight when I found out you were Superman. So it wasn't random after all. Titano hurt me because I was connected to you. Huh? <laughs> was it Titano, like, to get a dossier on everybody on the train? And said, oh, he's connected to Superman. I got a Titano. Really? Truly? Titano? Okay, I can see Grodd because, you know, the guy's got, like, genius mentality, but... Titano? <laughs> All you had to do was sing all around the mulberry bush. He would have calmed right now. But no, it's because that dude's wife was on that train. He was connected to Clark Kent. Because Titano knew that Clark was Superman? What? Did somebody explain this to me? <laughs> The crazy ramblings of a supervillain. I said, everyone, wait a minute. Okay. So Titano knew everybody on the train and who they talked to, who they were married to. And he also had to know that Clark Kent was Superman. Uh-huh. But nobody knew until this night when he's shooting Clark because Titano killed his wife because he talked to Clark about the monarch. Mm-hmm. And he thought of this, what, ten minutes after he saw that Clark Kent was Superman? What? <laughs> <sighs> this is so bad. He says, my wife died because of you. And Clark's yelling, stop! Because, you know, the guy's just shooting Clark, but he's ripping up the whole room, and there you know, those innocent people standing there. And he goes, I'm sorry about your wife, Dylan, but you're not thinking clearly. Yeah, think! <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so bad. 
it's like a bad D film that you put on while you're playing poker, and then you make snide remarks at it. You turn the sound down and make them say terrible things. So <laughs> yes. that's what reading this comic's like. Okay. Uh, so then he runs into, of course, he, he grabs a hold of Dylan, and he goes, everyone all right? He still, like, still has most of his white shirt on. And then Perry says, Kent, why? And Clark says, it's over. Let's get you out of here. And so Dylan goes, your fault, Clark. Oh, whatever. And then, of course, a bullet hits Perry, and then Clark screams Perry. <laughs> this is like the comic where he's screaming a lot because he screamed run, and now he's screaming Perry. We haven't seen him scream in a long time, right? So then we're at the hospital, and Perry's in the bed. He goes, Dylan may have been a whack job, Kent, but he was right. You're a danger to everyone connected to you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Perry, Perry is high on morphine at this point. <laughs> He's got that Dilaudid in, in his system. He's like, yeah, it's great, man. <laughs> so Clark goes, jeez, I'm going to figure something out. You have to. He goes, each one of us knows coming in that, the job comes in with a certain amount of risk, but to willingly endanger your fellow reporters just to maintain this this lie of a life. And Clark goes, it wasn't a lie. He goes, yes, yes it was. And you know what the worst part is? I let it happen right under my nose like some kind of chump. And so he backslaps um, Clark and knocks his glass off. Take those damn glasses off. Oh, Jesus, this is so bad. Mm. Not even good. Okay. How high is that morphine on you? Yeah. Lay off of the, the lauded drip, honey. And so Perry goes, consider this a dismissal, Kent. And so Lois comes in and says, Clark? And he goes, Lois? All right, whatever. And then Lois is looking at Perry and goes, Perry, how are you feeling? Well, obviously he's hiring a kite. He just hired Clark. It's disappointed, Lois. you got to know better than to break news like that on your personal social media feed. She did? Uh, she did it on her blog, or what? I Well, the fast lane is better than anything else. Yeah, but I don't think she's made a fast lane yet. But, okay, no, she put it in the Daily Planner. Remember that hokey story they had that, that sold separately at the comic book shop, that piece of yep. crap that said she was a staff writer? Yep. <laughs> but she didn't do it on her social media. <laughs> Hi. Hey. <laughs> There he is. Hi, hi, hi. Don't make me lay off that drip is all I got to say. Perry says, you're going to make it up to me by writing a proper article about it all this do yesterday. Man, Perry is a badass when he's on the lotted, man. Okay. So now. I'm laughing so badly. So now, apparently, before oh, he went so Easter, Clark put on his nice clean oh. suit and everything, his big S suit, and says, thanks for helping with this, Jimmy. Because, you know, Jimmy's a good guy. He believes in Clark. That's why Clark told him his secret. It was only Lois he didn't want to know the secret. And he, time and time again, he... Try to suck the secret out of her brain. 
And so Jimmy says, of course, whenever you're ready. Of course, he has a camera guy, so I guess that's okay. But I mean, couldn't do a selfie, Clark. Oops, I lost Tej. So we have Superman say, good evening. I'm going to keep this short. I've made a lot of enemies. <laughs> yeah, most of them your readers. Okay, I'm reading what Clark Superman is saying. Good evening. <laughs> I'm going to keep this short. <laughs> I've made a lot of enemies in my years as Superman, but none so many as in during the New 52. <laughs> Mostly readers. Okay, if you count yourself among them, this message is for you. You know now, oh, you now know more about me than I ever intended. You know my dick size and everything. You know how I care, who I care about, who I love. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nobody was attacking Diana here. He he didn't mention he loved Diana. (laughs) Okay. Your parents are dead. So that leaves the people with the daily... He's in love with Jimmy. He's in love with Lombard. I just knew it. I just knew it. (sighs) Oh, man. So, he continues. So I'm warning you. (laughs) So not Clark. Stay away from my friends. Whatever harm you do to them, I revisit upon you a thousandfold. You hear me? A thousandfold. Stay away. Of course. Lex is watching all this. Lex pops out of nowhere. Hello, I'm Lex. <laughs> and, and he goes, oh. And so Superman is standing on the edge of a building, looking out across the city. And Lois comes up, the fire escape. Clark. And, she's, and he goes, what are you doing here? She says, we need to talk. You may not agree with what I did, but you better understand that I did it for you. I told you we'll get through this. Don't shut me out. Don't shut yourself out. I mean, the way you were talking in that video, what was that? (laughs) Really? What was that? (laughs) And Clark goes, yesterday at the base, those quarmers took away even more of my power. I can't... I can feel inside that it isn't coming back. Oh, cry, cry, cry. This is what I have to do now to protect my own. Your own what? (laughs) You own things now? Like you own the people of the Daily Planet? Is that what you're telling? She says, but an eye for an eye isn't how Superman is supposed to work. And he goes, maybe not before. So he takes off. I... I assume he's flying or he's going to fall flat on his face on the pavement. <laughs> and so that's when he checks into the getaway motel, which we saw in the sneak preview in June or May. May. He goes, sorry, big fella, your card ain't going, to, going through. Okay, Clark, did you ever think if you got dismissed from the company, the company would shut off your credit card? Should have got <laughs> cash. You know what I'm saying? He goes, I have the cash. So he goes in, and he goes into the bathroom. Now, he has this white disc thing. And, you know, Clark's never had a spit curl. Does he have a spit curl here in the... No, uh, he just has long bangs. He's, he's got a fringe, yeah. But he doesn't have a spit curl. But what yeah. is this white 
crystal thing that he's got in his hand. He's cutting. I don't know. A diamond? I don't know. Did this just? Because it just. uh, Did he pull it out of his butt? What? What? Or did this magically appear? (laughs) What? What is this thing? Does he have powers? It comes out of nowhere. I mean, I would have thought he would have heat visioned his hair. Like he usually did, but maybe he doesn't mm-hmm. have heat vision, so he carries around this thing that nobody has ever seen before, and he cuts his hair with it. Mm-hmm. Because his hair doesn't have powers anymore? Well, his hair doesn't have powers anymore because he never had spit curl in the New 52, except when Jason gave him one in Justice League recently. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, because he's a badass now, so he's cutting He's a badass hair. now. He's a pussy. So anyway. He's cutting his hair. Now. So we have two people and some robots, and it's, you're going to be late. No, Yuri, Yuri. It's just in time. Hoarder is the future. So I'm um, always just in time. Oh, lovely. You haven't said anything about my new no- node. What do you think? Much more rugged than the last few models, wouldn't you say? Ha-ha. Uh, oh, come on. Do you know how hard it is to find bodies with the right sort of genetic makeup to host me? Is he? Did he steal Steel's body? I don't know. I think so. That's how John Romita Jr. draws everybody. Yeah. And the original con- consciousness in this one put up such a fight during the installation process. You ought to be impressed. Fine, I'm impressed. Ha ha, good. I think father will be too. Of course, it's about your father. It always is about your father. Mm-hmm. And why shouldn't it be? If your parentage were a sort of, oh, a sort of crap again, distinguished as mine, you'd be just as concerned with the living up to your family name. And so we see like a shadow person, you know, and there's, I don't know, they go into this chamber. And he says, I'm finally going to prove to him hoarder's central truth. Never throw anything away. Well, that would be a hoarder. No matter how insignificant, because that insignificant thing may prove useful someday. My father thought me insignificant. So he tried to throw you away, but now (laughs) I'll just show him just how useful I can be. I'm going to force the man of tomorrow to help us remake the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a chick. It ain't his daddy. So is that Rath? I was thinking that was Rath, and he was walking into that thing where Rath met that dude and Vandal yeah, Savage. So. Oh, yeah, Mr. Bend or whatever his name was. He used to work Mr. Bend, that's it. Yeah. Oh, look what the next title is. The next title, the next issue is. Read Superman, it. Read it, Holly. Superman in the pit! Exclamation point. Mm. When was he That's ever he not is. in the pit? When he was not New 52. That's about it. Superman <laughs> in the pit. Oh, baby, baby. Be still my heart. So Two excited. More weeks. Yeah. Are we getting action on Wednesday? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We'll have to wait know. for Wednesday to see if it's coming out because the writer doesn't know. So. What do you mean the writer doesn't know? 
the writer does he never tweets anything. He's never like, ooh, action's coming out this week. Go check it out. Well, he does, but it's usually on the day of now. Yeah. Besides, when's New York Comic Con? Is that next week? Um, It's the week. I think it's the week either before or after Lois and Clark. No, it's like the 9th or something, isn't it? What is it? Is it the 9th? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Let me look and see if action's supposed to come out this week. I don't know why I care, but... Yeah, action is, like, so boring. Yeah. Yeah, Superman 44 was supposed to be that one that they had on Superman 42. The cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week. Next week! Next week is Tell Us Number One. Yay. Um, Midnighter. Lobo Number Eleven. Didn't he just get raped? Did he? I don't know. That's what. Oh, that's what I want to talk to you about. Did you see that Aquaman and Lobo got raped last week? Well, Aquaman was sort of. Um, he wasn't Shrink. screwing the person who he thought he was screwing. Yeah, yeah. But it was consensual, but he didn't think, I mean... I'm sorry, it's but sort of, it wasn't... He wouldn't have consented yeah, if he knew who it was. True, true, yeah. And I guess Colin Bunn went on um, CBR and talked to people about it. But he said oh. that... He said something about the... The story wasn't written in sequence, and so that tells me that editorial screwing with stuff again. Mhm. Um. But still. Uh, oh, the convergence books are coming out this Wednesday. Oh, is the Titans ones coming out? Well, some other ones too. Um, Bat Mike comes out this Wednesday. Yay. Yay. Um, all right. What else? Oh, no action. <laughs> of course not. Why don't they have action? Oh, what you're is kidding action? me. What, what is, is action this? delayed? I don't know. It's always been, the last two months it's come out the same day as Batman Superman. What is up with that? I have no idea. So irritating. Uh, like it's coming out the second. Oh, let me say, all right. Let me say, okay. Let me see. Ugh. I hate this website. I know 12 year olds can develop better ones. All right. What are we looking for? Action. Uh, come on. October. Oh, so it's no, try the fourteenth, Holly. It wasn't the seventh. Um, okay, Action Comics. When is yep. it supposed to come out? Is it just not coming out? Have they given up on action? Maybe. Okay, maybe. 
Well, hold on. Sucks big time. Okay. Yes, it's supposed to come out this Wednesday. Okay. We will see about that. <laughs> yeah. And then, I'm make sure Batman Superman's going to show up someday. Um, all right, let's do that to this. Wait a minute, move this down here. Oh, okay. What? You are, like, dialing stuff on your phone. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you were. The phone is over here, and I'm over here. Okay, weird. Why, did it sound like it was? Yeah, just like a dial tone, like somebody pressed a number. Oh. Weird. Oh, maybe. All oh, comics. Come on. Hate this thing. Who developed this thing? Okay. And that's the all comics. Um, ten seven. And 28. Okay, so Action Comics comes out the 7th, which is Wednesday. Unless they change it again. That <laughs> um, might comes out the 7th. Oh, you just passed the Batman section. Batman Superman comes out the 14th, which is supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Detective Comics, is Superman showing up in that one? On the 7th? Um, he's under, he's undercover, I don't know. Yeah, it's sure. Justice League and Big Blue Bunny Gordo. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did you hear that, see well, that Dune got canceled? Oh, so shocking. Yeah, I know. Who would have predicted that? Mm, all of us. Like everyone. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Grayson comes out uh, the 28th. Somebody with red boots. Um, let's see. What else we have here? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Ow. The Justice League is coming out. The third Wednesday of the month, next month. Okay. Okay. You know, shouldn't they get their products out on time and not? Uh, I don't know. Well, okay. I'm gonna just, say good night. Okay, I'm sorry. Am I keeping you up? I'm sorry, dear. No, no, I'm just sleepy and tired from the past week. So. Yeah. So how'd it go? It went well. Everybody good. got over. Seventy percent, but we have to wait for another group that's doing next week to get all our final marks. So. Oh well. But they said nobody failed, so that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Very good. Nobody got below. Nobody got below seventy, so that's good. Right. That's good. Okay, yeah. so we will see you next week. Uh, probably action yes. is coming out. Mm-hmm. We have no expectations of anything good. No. Hopefully we'll get previews to Lois and Clark. Yes, yeah, we 
which comes out the 14th. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay, so everybody have a great week. Taz, you have a wonderful evening and get some rest. Thank you. And we'll talk. I'll talk to you on Twitter. And everybody, yep. see ya. Good night.